0: Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. It is Wednesday, January 3rd. We are here live. It is time for Destination Health. It's all health all day. Phone lines are open. Jump in and join us. In fact, dial right now, 855-950-3835. If you have a question about anything at all to do with health, food, fitness, nutrition, diet, disease, Drugs, training, lifestyle, you name it, we'll talk about it. Stress, that's a big one these days. Pick up the phone and join me. 855 950 3835. Phone lines are open. We'll get to those calls as soon as they start coming in. So line them up. I do have a couple things I want to talk about this morning. Um, I got a very cool Christmas gift. Lisa bought me a Flow Hive, a Beehive. We talked about these a little bit. Uh, when I first saw this, I saw this the first time on Kickstarter, oh, over a year ago. And I thought it was really interesting, but I thought, you know, uh, it's kind of a gimmicky, maybe it's a, you know, more of a hobby kind of thing. It's a, It's a new design in a Beehive where... The reason they designed this was they wanted to make it easier to gather the honey. That's why I kind of thought it was just maybe a hobby thing. But they also wanted to make it easier on the bees. So I guess it's, and first of all, let me say this. I know nothing about keeping bees and honey, and I, I have a lot to learn. So I'm going to be reading and watching a lot of videos, so if anybody has any advice, I'm wide open for it. Um, but I'm starting to le- learn a little bit. Uh, I guess the process of collecting the honey out of the hive is also hard on the bees themselves. And these were professional beekeepers, actually in Australia, that designed this hive. And it's a, this is a serious... Hive, as far as I can tell, you can expand them, and um, it's a very, very cool design. Uh, But then I got a second surprise. I stopped down to the warehouse yesterday. I knew it was down there. I got it for Christmas, but it's a big several boxes, so it was all down at the warehouse. I stopped into the warehouse yesterday, and there were a pair of brothers from the tribe, Aaron and Austin... And they were putting my hive together for me. And they stayed there and finished the whole thing. It was a lot. There's a lot of pieces to it. So, uh, Aaron and Austin, thanks. It was great meeting you guys. A couple of great tribe members. So, the, the hive, the way it works is that each frame, and this particular model has six frames. And from what I gather in the paperwork, when this thing is full of honey, it's going to be somewhere, I think, between 60 and 70 pounds of honey. That's a lot. In fact, I know how much 60 pounds of honey is five gallons. I, I was, uh, when I was doing all the fermented honey, I was buying five gallon buckets of honey from Azure and they are heavy, uh, they're about 60 some pounds. So each frame the honey is is separate in each frame but instead of opening up the hive and pulling the frames out and scraping the honey off the honey flows down to the bottom of these frames and there's a spigot at the bottom of each individual frame and you you draw the honey out of each frame right through the spigot right into a jar you just open it up goes into the jar you're all set uh, It's very cool. The other thing I noticed as I was watching the videos, each frame, the honey looks very different. So I'm wondering, I haven't done enough reading to know this yet. I'm wondering if do all the same bees always go back to the same frame? and they're gathering their pollen from a certain set of plants. And then the next frame, like one frame will be really dark honey. The next one will be lighter. The viscosity looks like it might be a little different. So each frame actually puts out, looks to me like a different honey. Now, I imagine you would blend those in a, in a regular operation and get one honey, but this one you could actually keep them separate. It's kind of interesting. Um, again, I know absolutely nothing about beekeeping, so I have a new project. But uh, thanks again to Aaron and Austin for putting that together for me. I'm also assuming that you can't start bees in the wintertime. I, th- I, I know I was reading in the material that towards fall, as you're taking honey out of the hive, you need to make sure you leave enough for them. That's their winter food. I don't know. I'm just learning all this. So I guess I'll be looking for some bees. That's the next thing I need. I need to figure out where do I get bees? There was some resources in here. So um, I've got some some research and some learning to do. Advice would be welcome. Um, Phone calls are coming in. Um, I did. Where did my note? There they are. A couple other things I wanted to mention, and then we'll get right to the calls because they're starting to pile up on me. Um, my experiment with carnivore was kind of interesting. And I've talked about carnivore for a couple of years now. And I do say that I eat carnivore-ish and I do put a big focus on eating meat primarily, meat, eggs, seafood. But I've never been really all that strict with it at all, except on this last trip when I was on the road for two months. I stayed very strict to Uh, I I would almost call it 99% carnivore. There was only about 1% of the food I was eating that wasn't an animal product. I was eating some fermented um, foods, mostly like a condiment, like a little kimchi with some fatty meat, uh, sauerkraut, some fermented pickles, things like that. Not a lot. And a little bit of fruit and honey. And that was maybe the 1% or 2%. Other than that, everything on the trip was meat. I really didn't eat much of anything else. And there is a difference. I felt even better. Inflammation was virtually zero. And I could tell uh, even after sitting for long periods of time when I was driving or working, get up, no stiffness whatsoever, no, not even minor joint pain. Like it was an improvement over how I feel every day. The other thing that after the first week, The first week was actually a little rough on digestion, but I figured out what I was doing wrong. Uh, and after that first week and I got digestion figured out, my digestion was even better than normal. And my digestion is virtually optimal these days. Now, when I got back from the trip, um, I had a week or two of adjustment it, towards the end of the trip. I was eating out too much. Uh, I hadn't taken enough of my own food with me, so I was either, you know, ordering from the grocery store, or because of all the meetings we were having, I was just going out to dinner a lot, and that started to catch up with me. Towards the end of the trip, I was starting to notice a little joint pain settling in. Uh, my left shoulder is like the canary in the coal mine when it starts hurting something's off on of my diet. And even though I was eating out a lot, I was still eating primarily meat. I do not know what restaurants do to their food, but after I've been eating in restaurants too much, I can feel it. But the, I would challenge anybody that if you are still, if you're eating paleo or keto or low carb, and you're still fighting symptoms of any kind, Maybe it's some inflammation, some joint pain, an autoimmune condition that won't go away. You're not able to lose those last 20 or 30 pounds. If you are dealing with anything health-wise, I would challenge you to try a couple weeks of uh, as close to pure carnivore as you can get. I am really believing now that a mostly carnivore diet is the true human diet, and uh, I also follow a lot of uh, carnivore practitioners on social media, and I see some pretty incredible things. Digestive issues uh, specifically, Crohn's, IBS, IBD, all those crazy digestive issues people seem to face now, they, they disappear under carnivore. Here's what I would advise you to do in your first week. I didn't do this and I did deal with some constipation in that first week, and that's fairly common, but there's an easy way around it. I realized after the first week or two of carnivore that I was not drinking enough water, and I was definitely not getting enough salt. Under carnivore, I wasn't eating that much, and you're not eating anything with additional salt in it, like under the standard American diet, you're getting salt all day long and all the processed food, and it's garbage salt. Even though I was salting my meat pretty heavily, um, I just wasn't getting enough salt. I wasn't eating enough to get enough salt, I think. So I had to double up on the light balance. That really helped salt my, the food that I was eating, salt that even heavier. Uh, and then once I got digestion fixed, everything went really well. So uh, if you have any questions about that, certainly give me a call. I'm going to get to the calls here in just a second. One other thing real quick. Um, When I was at the conference with uh, Dr. Wolfson in Las Vegas, I worked with a company down there that measures metabolism and other um, metrics through breath. They had a machine and you would sit down and you would go through this breathing and then it would score you uh, based on several criteria, but you were, all the readings were coming from your breathing and your breath. And it was a pretty interesting, um, device. I learned quite a bit about my metabolism. I also learned that I'm a horrible breather. I've got to work on that. Um, I'm hoping that may be part of the sleep issue. We're going to see him about to, uh, dive back into the breathing again. And and the reason I am is because the last time I I did all the research on breathing, I had no way of measuring any kind of results. Now that I I almost bought a machine from this company, except it's really expensive. And it would only make sense if we actually had an in-person practice and we were using this machine for, for, uh, for clients. It's just too expensive to, to have at home just for myself. So there are things we can do to improve our breathing all the time, not just the Wim Hof breathing, but to get back to being a good strong nose breather and just breathing better all day long. So now that I, I, I probably didn't say this yet, um, I found a device and I think this was a Kickstarter thing again, because I remember ordering this about a year ago. And it just came in while I was on the road. And it is a, a a less expensive device that is supposed to give us all the same information from breath, metabolic information, ways to improve our breathing, and a way to measure whether the the breath work that we're doing is working. So I, um, I just got started setting that up yesterday. I'm probably going to finish that up today, so I may have some results on that coming soon. All right. With that, I'm going to get to the calls. They're starting to pile up on us, so let's get started in Las Vegas today. Ron, good morning. Hey, Kevin. What's on your mind today?
1: Uh, First thing, last time I called, I wanted to tell you about this guy i saw formula 1 weekend perform <clears throat> his name he goes by the name Benny and he won that tv show the world's biggest loser okay okay he plays guitar and sings and uh, writes songs he's, he's really good I bet, you know, your audience could find him on... Uh, he, he, he's got an interesting story. He's probably all over YouTube. I don't go on the Internet, so I don't know. But if if you look him up on the Internet and comment that uh, the Chinatown band guy called in from Las Vegas, and that's how you found him, it, it were good. Mention Destination Help, too. It would help. Got it. So anyway okay this is the men's health tip it's perfect for you it's simple but not easy uh, nobody talks enough about it but I live a screen-free life and it's because I can't I I can't watch screens it, it's porn addiction. okay and don't ejaculate ever. Whether you're married R- Ron? whether you're not married Ron? don't do it. Get t- Take t- cold shower.
0: You, you know what's coming from me. You're gonna have to explain why on this one. And and I might even ask you if you've been drinking again.
1: <laughs> well, okay, I, I don't drink. I haven't drank for Okay. Uh since since around 2003.
0: Okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> Drinking's bad for you. Okay. We now know that.
1: I, I, uh, I got my hernia. I've called about my hernia before. Now I got my hernia when I first retired from trucking. I started smoking weed, and that's how I coughed up that hernia. But that's all fixed now. Got it all taken care of. And uh, I, I have my CDLs. With no physical, you know, to, to use it as a CDL, I got to get it yeah. physical again. Anyway, I, I I did all that this year, or this past year. But, uh, okay, I, I've been divorced since 96, 96 or 97. <clears throat> and at the time, I was hanging out with martial art guys. A guy who was a martial art guy, and uh, that's that's basically where I learned it. So and what? He what so did he, did you that.
0: ever ask him why? And and let me tell you, I've heard this before. That I've heard it from yeah, several yeah, people, I, and I for the open, for okay. the most part, I disagree.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I'm telling you, it works. I di- I've done what, it. What okay. does it do? He told me. He, he, okay, he told me a man should only ejaculate twice a year, once in the winter and once in the summer. That's total bullshit. <laughs> that is total bullshit. Uh, hey, Where does he come up with this? Kev, Kev, Kevin, listen, listen to me. Just think about this. You know, when you take a cold shower, what happens to your nuts? Uh, okay, you know what, what, is, what, I, what does that mean, though? So what? Well, I'm guessing, see, I'm also a gut bacteria guy. I I don't read books like you do. I just do this shit. Well, we don't even
0: have to, I I don't even have to read any books for this one. I just have to put a little common sense to it. So I always go back to how did we evolve? And I can promise you, hunter-gatherers were not walking around marking on a calendar going, oh, look, it's time for my winter ejaculation. (laughs) every time it it is this it is the second Uh, strongest urge we have the first is eating
2: you're right eating
0: because if you don't eat you die so eating is our first strongest urge you that's why people can't lose weight by cutting calories that's why this doesn't work the urge to eat is too strong you can't overcome it forever You can white knuckle it for a little while and lose weight by starving yourself. But eventually you're going to go back to eating. And if you're eating the wrong foods, you're going to gain weight. Hold on. Now, the second strongest instinct and urge we have is the urge to reproduce, because if we don't do that, we die as a species. So if you don't eat, you die as an individual. If you don't reproduce, we die as a species. It's a very strong urge. And why would you go all year uh, avoiding that urge? What's the purpose? I understand the logic of you expend some hormones when you do this. Your testosterone might go down some. But you know what? The body maintains homostasis. It will rebuild the hormones as long as you have good nutrition. Dave Asprey pushed this for a little while, and it's total bullshit.
1: <laughs> well, okay, I, I, I heard you. Okay, I'm telling you, I've done it, okay? And I'm not saying I did it the whole time, okay? But since I got divorced back in the, in
0: the 90s... So what were your results? It,
1: it's like...
0: What what changes? What changes? Ha, tell me how you know or well, how you why well, you think this is beneficial.
1: Okay, that was one of. There's two things that I did. I ate a raw potato. I've been eating a raw potato every day since the 80s, and since the 90s. And I got divorced. I've been going with the MC Jack Lake twice a year. Now I'm not saying I did it. Every time, okay. I went, I
0: Ron, let's get, I let, let's get to the results. Let's get to the results. Okay.
1: Okay. Here's the results. I never had one medical incident till after I retired, and I had a hernia. Other than that, I had zero. Ron? I never took Ron? any prescription uh, drugs. Let
0: me let me tell you okay. something else that works. I put a sign in my front yard, and the sign says "No Pink Elephants Allowed," and it works. Because I've lived here for 12 years now, and there has never been a single pink elephant in my front yard. So my sign works. I can prove it. That's what you just told me. We have no idea if you didn't get sick or have a medical incident because of this. And I can tell you that's not what did it.
1: Hey, you know what? It keeps you out of toxic relationships. How now, about that? Okay,
0: that's a total. Okay, now, I, now, I, now, I, I, now I you might be you, never, might be you might on to something, Ron, but you're going to have okay, to call Dr. That, Phil. That's how, it, that's it, how
1: good at work. okay, it works. Okay, toxic relationships,
0: that's a whole different issue, and you're going to have to call Dr. Phil for that one.
1: Oh Kevin, you're you're just as qualified as that guy. No, not when uh, it comes to relationships, and, and, I'm not. Okay, okay. I got it. I got to talk about my fiddles. I'm going to be selling fiddles and cuz of you I'm going to call them fiddles, but you know, I I, I slip up and call them violins, but I'm going to have them at the Rogue Food Conference. Okay? Nice handmade fiddles and uh selling them for a price that I know they'll appreciate.
0: Okay? I, I will tell to you this. this, if, if I, okay. if I thought for a second, I could learn how to play a fiddle, I'd buy one.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, nobody's going to spend the money if they, if, if they could, uh, I wasn't selling them to you specifically, <laughs> oh okay,
0: I, I could just <laughs> put it just on my wall.
1: Free I mean, hey, again, have I got enough free advertisement in for Chinatown band? Oh, oh one more thing, uh, you know, Las Vegas is a great place for a truck driver to live. I, that's how it, that's how I ended up here, because uh, you know you don't need a house. You know, don't buy a house. Live in your truck. That's how I did it for twenty years. But uh, it, it it's the ninth island of Hawaii. Did you know that?
0: <laughs> I did not know that. No.
1: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, it, hey, it's Ron. Been, it's hey, nice. Ninth...
0: Hey, hey, Ron. We're going to have to cut this short today. The calls are piling okay, up. Okay,
1: okay. Hey, good talking to you, all right. I'll call. Okay.
0: Uh, all right. Good talking to you. Let's go to Michigan. AJ. Good morning. Morning, Kevin. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. What's on your mind today?
3: Uh, well, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I gotta, I guess I gotta follow that up. I gotta reach <laughs> and myself little, after that a little bit. You know, if I, <laughs> you know, if I put that into practice, it'd be a waste, anyways, because it came to those two times I probably wouldn't even be able to clear the whole time. <laughs> so it'd be a waste, anyways.
4: But uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, and don't. believe it or not, th- there is a theory out there like that, and I've heard it for a long, long time. I've heard it from athletes, and there may be some truth to this. That if you had some really important athletic event that actually mattered, like you're you're really competitive, or uh, maybe abstaining prior, you know, the week prior to that event maybe that helps us build some better hormones i i don't know i've heard that too never seen it really tested but the idea of only twice a year for some reason just makes no sense whatsoever no nah, no, nah, wouldn't work wouldn't work for me yeah <laughs> uh
3: so going back to your honey thing i i uh, that's interesting i like uh I, I like i like any ways to improve uh honey and gathering honey i use uh honey in a few things we give like I got two teenagers at home for about the last six or seven years. We've been giving them cod liver oil with, you know, honey in it. So yeah. it milds the flavor down a little bit and stuff like that. But, so
5: the uh, well, reason I was calling is I've
3: been making this yogurt and I've just been using the, a little bit of starter from the previous batch over and over. And I used to go on the, the website the, tr- uh, the Trucking Tribe or Healthy Tribe at the time and got the instructions off that. But I went in there. I, I couldn't use the, re- the starter. didn't work. And I had to go back to the tablets and I couldn't remember how many tablets to use for the gallon uh, and or either one of them. So I went in to go find it. And I can't find it. So I get is a, it the I... That out.
0: Yes. For some reason, I'm thinking it's nine. Does that sound right?
3: I was thinking uh, 10 and then I, I thought maybe six was yeah. like for some for, reason. For
0: some reason, nine stuck in my mind. Somebody will probably call us or text me and let me know.
3: Yeah. So did we take down the, um, I would just go into the search thing. They're in there in yogurt. And it would be the first
0: thing. It's in there somewhere. It's gotta be, I know we've shuffled a lot of things around, but uh, I'll go in there and see if I can find it. I'm I'm sure it's still there. Okay. I'll go in there.
3: Whatever you just did, you got a whole lot
0: clearer. I don't know if you got
3: closer to the microphone or something, but earlier you're a little, seemed like a little further away. Uh,
0: You know, Um, I, I, so anyways, I'll go in there. Thanks for that. I think I have something weird going on. I, and this is really bizarre i can't figure out how it's happening but i think you just verified it so my voice going through the phone system so like you me you and i are talking through the phone system right now and angie's been noticing this when she calls screens It seems like my voice going to the phone system is actually being picked up by the mic on my laptop. But my voice going out over the app is coming from my headset the way it should. So you you can still hear me and I can still talk to all the callers, but you're hearing me through my laptop, mic, And I tend to wander around the room. And when I get away from my laptop, then my volume goes down. But it doesn't happen on the app. So the app is somehow getting the my voice from my headset like it should but for some reason the phone system is picking up through my laptop which makes no sense at all but it works so i guess i'll just stay close to my laptop till i figure it out
6: gotcha yeah well
3: i'm glad we figured that out
0: all right well thanks for taking my call kevin i'll let you get back to the other ones you're welcome thanks for the call let's go to virginia this time
6: matt welcome Hey, Kevin. Uh, Yeah, that is true. What he mentioned about the uh, your voice, it sounded like you were turning your head away from the microphone and then you'd get real clear and then turn your head. Something like that. Angie's been
0: saying that since I since I got back off the road and, and, you know, I've changed my setup a little bit and it wasn't making any sense to me. I thought, well, that's bizarre because I I can't, I mean, I have a headset on. The boom is right next to my mouth. Whether I walk around, turn my head, it shouldn't matter. And when I listen to the live stream, that doesn't happen. And it started to dawn on me that I'm getting audio from two different sources here somehow, which doesn't make sense. So
6: I have more technology to work on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My uh, question is, uh, I'll give you a really quick background because I know you'll ask this question. What is she eating? It's my wife. We follow you to the T. Uh, we've been following you since you started, like, nine years. But uh, for some reason, uh, she started uh, belching hours after she eats and uh, some heartburn going on. I guess low stomach acid causes a heartburn, but I'm not sure what causes belching out of the middle of nowhere. So... One of the issues that can occur when we have low
0: stomach acid is that bacteria that's on the food we're eating, you know, there's good bacteria, there's bad bacteria, uh, the stomach acid is designed to kill it. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons yeah. why it's really hard to influence our microbiome in a positive way because you can take a whole bunch of probiotics, but are they making it through the stomach? You know, probiotics, now they're putting different coatings on them, trying to make sure they get through the stomach acid. It, well, there's still a lot we don't know. We can't measure somebody's microbiome Internally to really see what's going on. You know, we can do stool samples, but th- that's not completely accurate because a lot of the bacteria we consume doesn't make it through the whole digestive tract. It only lives for a day or two. But that's okay, it does a job while it's there. There's still a lot about this stuff we don't know. But here's what is probably going on here. With low stomach acid, which is going to cause some of the reflux and the heartburn, we're also not killing all the bacteria. The bacteria makes it to your small intestine and stays there where it doesn't belong. And now what happens is as you eat food, it makes it through the stomach, it's into the small intestine, and that bacteria starts to ferment that food in your small intestine. Well, the only, when you ferment something, you create pressure and gas, right? Anybody that's fermented vegetables knows what happens. You create carbon dioxide, I believe it is. Uh, It's a gas, and the only place it has to go from your small intestine is up. So you're going to be belching, an hour or two after you eat, by the time the food makes it through the stomach, into the small intestine, if you've got bacteria there, um, that's what we refer to as SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So the good news is the fix for it is a supplement. This is one of those where we actually have a supplement that fixes this. It's Atron It's in our store. It okay, Work, works fantastic. Hmm.
6: I listen to you really close and I follow all the functional medicine doctors like you do. So this happened about two months ago and I took the digestive jumpstart course. That was like six years ago. Yeah. So, uh, she started having belching a little bit of bloating and I thought, ah, I know what that is. So I ordered some entrantil, a one bottle and she took it and it actually went away, but then it came back yep. about a month later. So, uh, that. Maybe she needs to increase her stomach acid, take something yes. to increase her stomach acid. Is that the root cause? It is. That, that's what will continue
0: to allow the bacteria to make it through the stomach and then set up residence in the small intestine where we don't want it. The atranteal goes in and kills that bacteria, so you get relief from right. the symptoms. But if we haven't addressed the root cause, it comes back. <clears throat>
6: Man, that's awesome! I'm happy. Not that she's got it, but I was on the right track. (laughs) Yes,
0: absolutely, you were.
6: Wow! And that comes from you. I didn't think of that on my own. That That, comes from all the years of uh, following you and uh, the tribe. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Should we? uh, Should she just get the um, supplement to increase the stomach acid and on Trontil, or a whole kit? She may want to
0: do the uh, the PPI kit and protocol. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it it it's that that's that should take care of it, you know, without messing around. It's not that big of a deal. Um, a 30-day PPI yeah. kit will really start to increase her stomach acid, and then once we, and if she still has these symptoms, we would either go through another round of otrantil or. We also have a product called Atron Teal Pro, and it's developed by the same right. doctor. It's just a, a, a little heavier duty. Um, we don't like to use it the first time because most of the time it's not necessary. But I have a couple cases I'm working with right now um, on the coaching call that are exactly this. Atron Teal works, but then it keeps coming back. So we're, we're moving on to Atron Teal Pro and other protocols to try to uh, get it gone once and for all
6: okay, so i will order the p p i kit one more thing she sure. likes to uh she likes to drink um, lemon juice she'll take one lemon uh, one fresh lemon and squeezes it into sixteen ounces of water she she does that about once every other day with that you know acid and lemon juice does that have any effect on her stomach acid at all uh, a little bit um It's not going to cure
0: anything. If she's got low stomach acid, that's nowhere near. I mean, here's the difference. Um, We know lemon juice is acidic. You can feel it. You can taste it. But our stomach acid is so acidic that it will dissolve metal. Right. So adding some lemon juice or some apple cider vinegar never hurts. It tends to stimulate more acid production in the stomach. So it's not a bad thing. It's not going to cure anything, but it's it's a nice addition. Yeah. And also, uh, acidic foods like that are good at helping us uh, dissolve any kind of gallstones or kidney stones we might get if we've got a mineral imbalance. So it's a it's a good practice.
6: Yeah, that's why she started drinking them. She, uh, she got uh, a kidney stone yeah. from the uh, oxalates, and uh, so she don't want that again, so she yeah. just made it a habit. And she cut back on the oxalates for sure. Good. And good. Uh, so she just... Now she just likes lemon water, but uh, yeah, that was my question. I sure do appreciate it. You're
0: welcome. Thanks for the call. Speaking of calls, yep. we're uh, we're blowing through the calls here, kind of quick, and we haven't had any new ones in a little while. So if you want to jump in, now is your chance. 855-950-3835. nine five zero three eight three five. Let's head off to Connecticut. Marcy, welcome to the program.
7: Hello. Hey there.
0: What's on your mind today?
7: First of all, I just wanted to say we missed you, and we had to figure out other ways to entertain ourselves, but glad you're back and glad you you had a nice holiday.
0: Thank you. I did.
7: (laughs) Good. Um, And the salt, I totally agree with you with the salt. Um, I think salt is really, I mean, I have a little container of salt up here in the dash just in case I just want to take it, you <laughs> yeah. know, but if you take it with water. What I heard is, you know, taking the salt with water is the best way to absorb the salt. You take it with like another drink or with, I mean, adding it with food, of course, but um, a quick way, a quick fix would be just adding it in your dr- drink or adding it in your water. Yeah. And then you don't, yeah. you know, kind of do that. Um, That helps me with my migraines and stuff,
0: too. Yeah, I was a little surprised because I'm certainly not afraid of salt. I've never been afraid of salt. Even before, you know, I started eating this way, I I always... uh, What's interesting, I never have salt at the table because I cook my own food and I just season it the way I want it while I'm cooking it. Because salt works better um, taste-wise if you layer it through your food. If you wait till the end and try to salt your food at the end, it will always taste oversalted and you're actually getting less salt. But if you if you well eating carnivore there's not many options, but like in a in a recipe, I will season every step of the recipe. And then by the end I don't need to salt or season my food. It's it's already done and it's done better when it's done in layers like that. But when all you're eating is meat, oh There's just, there's no opportunity. I mean, I I dry brine all my steaks, so I salt them really heavily and put them in the refrigerator for 24 to 48 hours. So that helps. Um, But I just found that when all you're eating is meat, there's not a lot of opportunity to get salt in. I was salting the meat as heavy as I could, and I still wasn't getting enough salt.
7: (laughs) Yep. I, I mean, I love this uh, dry brine. I've been doing that more often, and I do like that. But you're right. I think lay- layering it, you know, definitely helps. But, I mean, if you're really, you know, for me, I mean, I can take a little bit of salt in my out of that little shaker that I have up here and just... Um, to shake it in my mouth or whatever yeah. and yeah. drink my water. And yeah. it seems like it works really well. If I have any, any what they call like a pro or anything that, that feels a little off, like you just feel a little bit tired, a little yep. bit something, it, it just salt it up and see what <laughs> happens because it really I, fixes it.
0: That's what I noticed on this trip, that when I was eating carnivore, I really had to make sure I was getting enough salt and enough water.
7: Yes. Uh, and I, while we were away, I listened to a book called, I think it's called Good Fats for Women About Hormones. It was written by Dr. Elizabeth Bright. And I think I came to some kind of a, maybe a little bit better clarity of like menopause for she's totally about like menopause is just not having your periods. All the other symptoms shouldn't be added with the menopause, you know, Right. And it, again, it's like the heavier fats. and what she's telling, you know, it's your for, well, I have hot flashes still and I can't seem, even if I was just doing carnivore, I mean, whatever, I, yeah. I, I'm still having the hot flashes. So she's saying that it's your adrenal and your cortisol, your cortisol is just too high. Right. So you got to lower the stimulants so uh, this year I am going, well, I'm starting my decaf coffee. I'm going to just try to just do decaf, which is still a little caffeine, but not I much. Right. I mean, I'm going to, right. So I'm going to do that to lower the yeah. the caffeine, add more butter in my coffee and add more butter in just about anything. She's yeah. doing like a, <laughs> she recommends like a 80, 80% Uh, fat to 20% protein ratio, just at least temporarily.
0: That actually is what works good for me. You, You know, when I'm eating carnivore, it's very, very fatty. You know, if I'm eating a ribeye, a ribeye isn't even fatty enough for me, so the ribeye gets cooked in a lot of butter. Um, I might make a cream-based sauce to go with it. Um, The other cuts, I make them really, really fatty cuts. And that, I, I do better on a high fat, even when it's carnivore, I really focus on making sure I get enough fat in, and then I feel better.
7: Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been doing higher fat, but I'm actually doing more higher fat now. (laughs) I know. Right. Right. It was, um, you know, really, I'm not having too many digestive problems, um, surprisingly, but... That's good. I think you just have to, like, do the steps. But I had a question about... This is just... I don't really know the answer to it. Let me go back before you... Uh,
0: Let me go back to the cortisol issue, because I completely agree with her. And the one thing we have to remember... Is that our lifestyle, unless you were to just drop out of, you know, society and, and, you know, go live on your own off the grid somewhere, we have a cortisol problem. It's our lifestyle. Everything about our lifestyle is stressful to our body the unnatural light that we're in all day, the screen time that, that we're all getting all the time, that the stresses of, of living in our modern world, it's no wonder all of our hormones are messed up and we're all driven by cortisol. It's really hard to avoid.
7: Yes, I, I, I think that's where my problem is. I mean, I have really no other symptoms uh, besides the hot flashes and if I don't watch the hydration. Hey. I gotta have a proper hydration for the day, you know. And hey, the salt hey Marcy, or I, else I, I might. I got this figured yeah.
0: out for you, because I, I i keep seeing a couple <laughs> i keep seeing a couple commercials on TV, and they are now claiming that hot flashes are are called. Let me see if I can get this right. vasomotor motor <laughs> symptoms, and that's a real <laughs> disease, and, and we have a drug for that now. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh i know i i probably yeah everything yeah. i mean they they're uh yeah oh I've, my gosh I, I've yeah seen no, it, i'm not going to be taking that one
0: i've seen at least two new pharmaceutical drugs on the market the only thing they do is take away the symptoms of your hot flashes because that according oh, to them like, that's a real disease and now we have a drug for it
7: it's un it's unbelievable yeah it uh, is. it's just your hormones or it's your cortisol it's your adrenals yeah. they're never addressing what never. we need to be addressing <laughs> never and I it's not really getting better no. I mean on on the functional medicine it's totally getting better but it's such a and, I don't even know what the percentage is of functional oh, you know like so what tiny. we're doing right
0: it's so tiny
7: like probably less than like maybe 10 to 14%, maybe 10% of the population, maybe less?
0: I would probably venture to say it's less than 1% of the population.
7: Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, I don't don't see any big movement towards this at all. Sometimes it's, you know, I spend my whole day immersed in this stuff, so it can feel like we're actually getting somewhere. But when you take a step (laughs) back and think about the general population, well, think about this. How many people do you know personally, and I don't mean that you hear on this show, but in your personal life, separate from the tribe, how many people do you know that live this way? Nobody. Yeah, well, there's
7: I, pe- people that are, are getting there are getting right, there, but they, right. but they are nowhere near what I'm doing
0: Yeah. So I, I, I could say other than the tribe and my family, which is because of me, I know nobody that does this. Nobody. So I I, I have to believe it it, when you start thinking about that, that we have a distorted view of it because we talk about it all the time. And we we spend time with people that believe this and talk about it. But when you step back and say, okay, what about when I'm when I'm away from the tribe and the show and all those people I interact with online that that I know do this? And then you look around and you go, nobody does this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right
7: exactly it, yeah, exactly it, nobody i thought i that's how i usually preface if i try to help somebody i'll say first of all i just want to tell you that nobody <laughs>
4: right. nobody
7: that my friends the, are doing anything that i'm doing you right. know but i said if you if you open the door i like to say the uh well from the movie the untouchables it reminds me of when uh one of the guys, they said, if you open this door, you can't turn back. Like, you're not going to turn back. Right. And if you open the door and you just go into this other world, it's like a whole different... It's like a third dimension is what it is. Yeah. In it, a way. It, it, and it's, like there's possibilities. There's there's a future. There's happiness. There's contentment. There's... I mean, the, everything is over there. It's, and then let's think about this.
0: So... When when we're with the tribe or we're on the show and we're talking to people, the one thing you hear over and over and over, I feel great, I lost all the weight, I'm not on any prescriptions, I don't get sick all the time... Isn't that the exact opposite of what you hear from all the other people you're around every day? Everybody's always (laughs) talking about their ailments, their diseases, their new prescription, the last time they got sick. I mean, there's a stark difference between the people that do this.
7: Yes, yes. And it just seems, well, I'm older now, so, I mean, there's even more and more people that I know that are, and, and and it skyrockets. Right. It, it just it, they could be fine, or they think they're fine, but they're really not.
0: And for some of these people, their medical condition dictates most of their life. Doctors' appointments, prescriptions, uh, on and on and on. It is a big, big part of their
8: life.
7: Exactly. Well, that was like one of the questions I had. This is just confusing me because uh, I have three people that I'm friends with, three women, who are definitely overweight. I would say they could probably lose, I mean, gosh, 50 to 100 pounds.
0: I would refer to that. Uh, I know people I, don't like this word, but that to me is obese.
7: Yes. Well, I think that they're actually categorized as morbidly obese yeah,
0: yeah, in
2: Yeah, I would think so.
7: Age. right. Uh, but they all, every one of them, has very, has very good blood sugar. Like, I'm talking like in the 80s. And I don't... I, I, uh, I always oh, have I thought can explain this. Insulin, tell, oh, please.
0: Yeah, they're just not far enough into their diabetes yet. If you're 100 pounds overweight, you have got to have some symptoms of insulin resistance. But remember, this is why... Our, our blood sugar numbers, unless we're using a CGM, are probably going to deceive us. We You're not catching the highs and the lows unless you really understand how to test. And I watch people who are diabetic, and it is clear that nobody has ever explained to them how they should be testing. They don't understand testing, they just randomly take a sample and I'll ask them, well. When was the last time you ate and what did you eat? Oh, I don't know. Well, then why are you taking a blood test? It's meaningless information unless you can tell me what you ate and when you ate it. They don't even think about that. Nobody has ever explained to them how to test. So remember what's going to happen as they start to lose blood sugar. This is. Have you ever read any of this stuff by Dr. Kraft? No. If you're interested in this, and I think you would enjoy this, look up Dr. Kraft and and insulin or Dr. Kraft and diabetes. He he proved that using A1C and fasting blood sugar will lead to 10 years of misdiagnosis. You will be diabetic for 10 years before you're diagnosed using our current system. What he did instead was he did, and I think... Over several years, he tested over 15,000 people. This was not a little test. But what he did was he would put them through insulin testing, not sugar testing. Mm. The problem with that is you've, you've got to spend hours in a lab to do it. It's not easy. If we ever get an instant read insulin test, we would really be able to explain this a lot better. So what's happening for years is that you can eat all the sugar you want and your body's going to release enough insulin to bring your blood sugar back to normal. And and if we're not wearing a CGM, we're not catching that. We're not catching those highs. And then after you have so many years of highs now you're going to start getting a bunch of really low readings. But what happens when you take a really high reading and a really low reading and you average them? It's almost completely normal, right? Right. That's what, right. A, that's what that A1C is sense. doing. A1C is taking all of your highs over three months and all of your lows over three months and averaging them. And everybody goes, oh, look, my blood sugar is completely normal.
7: Okay, so basically, they still have insulin resistance. They really just don't even know it.
0: Correct, correct. They they are like the heroin addict that still takes heroin and feels really good. Doesn't have all the problems yet.
7: Right. So they 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 will spike maybe their blood sugar pretty high, but it might the, go down
0: almost and instantly. Very low the body releases enough insulin to handle it until after years of that, you become so insulin resistant that the insulin just isn't working anymore, but it takes a long, long time. Now I I had the opposite the other night. We, we had a big bonfire out at the farm on Christmas Eve and, um, there was somebody's relative was there and I, I, it was only the second time I'd met them. Um, I don't know her age. I probably would guess she was in her sixties maybe. Rail thin, not, not even a, but I would almost say underweight, maybe, um, barely a normal weight. We're standing there and she must've had a CGM on We weren't talking about health or anything. Uh, and I don't even really know this person, but I I saw her take a reading. She had a CGM on and I saw her face and I thought, well, that doesn't look good. Her blood sugar was 393. Oh my God. Wow, she we had made up a a batch of hot chocolate and it had some sugar in it. Not a lot. It wasn't overly sweet or anything. I was drinking it. And she said, boy, that blood sugar really or that um, hot chocolate really put me over the top. And I'm thinking, wow, that is severely insulin resistant.
7: Yes, I think that yes, that's what I heard. If it's over a certain amount, I can't remember what the number was, but you're more likely, well, most likely to be insulin resistant. Yeah, you know, and, if it spikes up to that, to that.
0: Oh, th- those level. are those are there. I I could I could eat pure sugar until I couldn't cram any more sugar in my mouth, and I would never be able to achieve a blood sugar number like that.
7: No, no, I. Think well, and also I think these women that I know, they probably did like a 12-hour fast and then got their blood work done. Right. And then they all think that their blood sugar Correct. is just fine.
0: Exactly. That's a, that's but, what happens. I I I almost believe our system is designed that way now.
7: Yeah. The, the one, well she has a one of the ones has a thyroid issue. Her thyroid's all messed up, but her doctor actually said something like uh, you know, I don't. I don't see you too often. You know, why aren't you coming in here? I just like that is the dumbest question a doctor will say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I agree. <laughs> like I'm going mean, to come in
7: there when I'm well. Right? Okay, yeah. Right. Me...
0: <laughs> no, our our our, our anyway. system of this is so horribly broken. And if you go read Doctor Kraft's material, it is obvious that it is a broken system and it it really the more you look at it the more it is designed to just put you on pharmaceuticals and keep you there the rest of your life.
7: Uh, yes, I mean that that's kind of the the why that I have for sure is that I don't want to be like that. It, uh, yeah. Um, and and you know what it it, it bit me pretty hard cuz uh on Christmas uh, I did eat cookies. I did eat some cookies which I really it's like testing my <laughs> migraine thing. Right. And I had cookies. Um, and then the next day, I mean, I had like a blasting migraine. I got like sick. I mean, yeah. I had, to, it was almost like it was so severe that I had to get everything out of my body. Like it was like, I am never doing that again. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. I, I mean, I, I'm clearly not able to handle it, you correct. know?
0: Correct. You're, you're, you know, I, I was talking with, about this with somebody yesterday. Um, it, it's the same thing with alcohol. During my week off, I was having some wine and I, I bought a bottle of cognac because I wanted to make a steak sauce with cognac. And then the cognac was sitting there. So I'd have a, a, you know, a small glass at night. And my body was trying to tell me this is not good for you. I just don't feel good. And I was talking to somebody and they said, it's crazy that as I clean up my diet and get feeling better and better, the alcohol keeps making me feel worse and worse. When they were eating the standard American diet and they drank alcohol, it made them feel better. And and I remember this. You get that nice warm glow. That's why we like alcohol. It makes us feel good. Except when you get really healthy, it doesn't make you feel good anymore.
7: No, no. I I have not had a sip of anything uh, for over a year and a couple months, actually. And I don't want anything like that. But I don't know what... I mean, homemade cookies, they look delicious (laughs) and whatever the case is. And I I bent for it, and I made the mistake. And, oh, my gosh, I was barely functioning. Uh, My eyes were so... I mean, just a migraine. And it was only... What good thing was it usually used to be like a three-day migraine, oh, yeah. I mean, and that's how it used to be. This was just like a 24-hour, and it cleared up, which it shows me that I am improving, but it right. definitely said, no, you're an idiot, and stop it.
0: Well, you know, and it, it, so, we yeah. are actually seeing this as kind of a movement now. I'm even seeing this in mainstream media where they are talking about the fact now that no amount of alcohol is healthy for us. You know, that, that, that idea they've tried to sell us for a couple decades now. You know who started this, by the way? This was the, the Wine Association back in the 70s. They weren't selling enough wine. So they went out and paid for research. And that, uh, amazingly, the research the Wine Association paid for came up with the result that wine was actually good for us, especially red wine. You should be drinking a glass or two a night because it's actually healthy. We've heard that for decades. That's total bullshit. There is no amount of alcohol that is healthy for the human body.
7: Yes, I I I totally agree with that. I, I never thought I would come to this point where I would not be drinking alcohol. But <laughs> I, I tell you, it is like a total life changer. Yeah. And now I'm cutting back the caffeine, which is like I'm de- eating carnivore. I do eat a little bit of, um, you know, like what, you, what you're what you doing, like fermented stuff yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But very little of it. Um, it doesn't take much. But, yeah, that's no. I, and just this reminds me, I, I saw a little clip of this, which made me laugh and maybe something to think about down the road. But Dave Ashbury mentioned about kale. Remember, kale was just a little ornament that they had at the <laughs> salad bars between everything. Right, right. And nobody ate it, but right. then they started eating it. And it, it's horrible. And he said that he was years and years of oxalate dumping because of eating like drinking those kale shakes or whatever the case is
3: all the green smoothies
7: funny yeah yeah green smoothies yes oh my gosh yeah so done with that i know um well thanks you answered my questions.
0: good 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 talking to you today <laughs> all right take care Sure. let's go to virginia jeremy welcome
2: Happy New Year, Kevin.
0: Happy New Year. What's on your mind today? Uh,
2: Well, it's probably out of your wheelhouse because it's about, you know, medical uh, surgeries. But so 30 years ago, you know, Tammy had uh, breast implants, right? Get them out. So, right. That's what she's going to do because we both agree you know like the, the, the casing around it could leach out you know and start breaking hey. into our system into hey. her system you know and you know but like the same thing you describe autoimmune
0: you know it's the it, yep it, it you know it, here, so, here's okay. the thing so she, i i i do have we, these are medical procedures but i do have strong opinions about them i do not believe in <clears> any <throat> of these procedures where we implant stuff into the human body Right. I think it's a mistake. Every category yeah. of this has its Huge share of problems. Hip replacements don't last and they cause medical issues. Knee replacements, joint replacements, cosmetic surgery. I mean, we can go on and on. This stuff is not good for us. There's a device on the market now for people with sleep apnea. They implant something into your chest and then you use this device at night to activate it. I, I have no idea what it's doing for sleep apnea, but. Not no, but hell no. You're not putting some electronic device inside my body. This is a mistake. The, the, there's another, yeah. um, they put filters into people that are, are um, subjected or get a lot of blood clots. They put these metal filters in so that the filter either catches the clot or breaks it up. All kinds of horror stories with those things going wrong. It just—I I am completely against implanting anything unnatural into our bodies. I just think it's a bad idea. Yeah, right. So it's, we're on board
2: with that, and yeah, we're gonna, you know, save. Save about a thousand bucks for the next year and then do it right Pay before go. I get it done. She, she she she
3: is she's she's
2: good. But and, I, and she's had a couple friends that are one that did it and one that's going to do it. But they're talking about they talk about a fat transplant. Now it all sounds you know how it all sounds good and all that you know take the fat from your body and put it there. Too, but I know nothing. Nothing that but, you know something that sounds too good. Easy, let, isn't
0: let, it? Let, what do you think about that? Well, let, let, yeah, I have a very strong opinion about this too. Um, I don't know what the, I can't tell you what the downsides are. I haven't done enough research. I, I don't want to do the research because I have a, a theory yeah. and a thought about this. Is, again, my answer would be absolutely no and here's the reason
2: right, it's like dead cells dead
0: cells into a part of your body yeah that, that just doesn't sound good to me again we're putting something into our body that was never meant to be there naturally we're forcing something but here's the other big forcing, reason right. on this topic that that it, this is a hundred percent for me i don't even have to think about this my answer is always going to be no here's why let's think about why we're doing it what, what's the reason uh, to- <laughs> Uh, to get that foreign thing out—is that what you mean? Why is she well, doing no, that, or no, why let, she? Why would you want to put fat back in? Oh, oh, I see. Right. What I was guess the to, reason for getting the know, implants uh, in the first place? Vanity, right? I'm sure. It was right. Vanity. I'm sure. That's it was, that's right. I, we need to stop being so vain. I wish I could convince women yes. to never put makeup on again. Why do we do God this? Yeah. Right. Why do women put these chemicals all over their body every single day? For what? To look different? Right, Come right.
9: on. Yeah.
0: And and look, um, men are just as guilty because lots of men prefer that. They want their women to wear makeup all the time. Well, well why don't you try doing that every day then? You get up and put a bunch of chemicals right. all over your face for no good reason.
2: Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, so we were th- we were both thinking too. Well, she was interested in that, but yeah, I, I kind of was like, wait a minute, it doesn't sound right either.
0: Look, I I, I would I would uh, love to be as a male. I would love to be six feet tall. <laughs> I, I'm five yeah, five. I, gotcha. I just have to live with that. Big deal. There are yeah. some advantages to being small. I should focus on those. But the the we right. have allowed vanity to to destroy our health. Okay, yeah. Well, heck, now that we're talking about, I got something
2: foreign. I had a, they put, I guess they put a mesh in there. Before I was paying
0: attention, I just went through the process, but uh, so, that, that's something foreign. Those, what those, do you think of that? Those mesh implants were very popular for a long time, and most of them failed.
2: <clears throat> this is probably 2000, probably 10 years ago.
0: Yeah, you, you, you might be fine. Um, and the fact okay. that you've been eating good and, and you're much, much healthier will help. But those mesh implants were really popular for more so for women for a lot of other reasons. And many of those mesh implants have failed. There were all kinds of lawsuits about those. Yeah. Is it metal or is it um, a mesh uh, I, I, of it, a fabric or something? I, I don't know. I don't know again i don't yeah, do a lot of research right. into these things because my answer is always no i know yeah yeah all right so that's my thought Hey, thanks for your opinion you're welcome yeah yeah
2: you're all welcome right. all right
0: yeah tell her uh tell her to think long and hard about that now getting those implants out absolutely but i i would not replace it with anything really let's um Let's go to Delaware. Luke, welcome to the program.
1: Good morning,
4: Kevin. Uh, My wife and I were talking last night and she was looking at a health food book, if you can call it health food, and she asked me, what are your thoughts about, I think I'm saying this word right, einkorn? Uh,
0: Yeah, it's an ancient grain. Yes. Yeah, there, there are lots of ancient grains and here's the best thing I can say about them. They're slightly better than the grains we're eating most of the time. Um, Most of the grains you're eating, all grains have problems in the human body. Let's start there. All grains are going to be high in carbs, and carbs are just not all that healthy for us. They're going to have proteins that our body isn't really comfortable with. Um, Are these ancient grains better than the wheat we're eating today? Yes, they are. They don't have as much gluten or gliadin, but they have gluten and gliadin. If they're organic, and most of them will be, they probably won't have a ton of glyphosate in them like most of our other grains. But they're still not human food. They were never meant to be human food. Uh, Grains were an emergency food because we overhunted areas as human beings. It's the only reason we ever decided to eat grains. They're a lot of work. Now, if you were going to eat this, first off, yes, start with an ancient grain. They're slightly better. Then it should be soaked and sprouted and fermented and made into something like a sourdough. And yes, you will have less problems. But it's not, there's nothing about it that is going to add to anybody's health. It is still going to be a net negative when it comes to your health.
4: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that answers our question. She asked me about it, and I'm like, I don't know if I've ever heard you talk about ancient grains. If I did, I forgot about
10: it.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of them um, spelt, and and uh, I'm not thinking of the names right now, but there, there are a bunch of grains that have been around a long time, and, and I can say they are—I I won't say they are healthier than our grains. I will say they are less destructive than the current grains. But they're still destructive to our health.
4: Okay. Well, that answers my question for today. I think that's everything then.
0: All right. Thanks for the call.
8: All right. Thank you. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Uh, All right. I'm taking my final call right now. So if you want to jump in, now would be the time. 855 950 3835. We've got lines open. Jump in and join us. Let's head north of the border this time. We're going to go to Alberta. Colin, welcome.
8: Happy New Year, Kevin.
0: What's on your mind today?
8: Well, I had a report about the tooth powder, so I don't go to the dentist very often, and so I hadn't been for a cleaning in about a year, and I've probably been on the tooth. I got a kit there with the gumdrops and the scraper and all that stuff. Yeah. And I went in and I went in for my cleaning, and, you know, I do a pretty basic cleaning. I don't want any of the other sealants or anything else. Right. So they just clean my teeth. But they start with this, they put this liquid on your teeth. She you paints it on with a brush, and the idea is it shows you where the plaque is so they can clean it. Right. And they grab the little mirror, and normally it's like your mouth is, like, all blue all over the place because it's like, oh, this is all the plaque, <laughs> and it's right. terrible, and you don't breathe. Right. And you're never flossing, and they tell you how terrible you are at, like, <laughs> And the girl looks at me and she's like, I've never seen this before. I'm like, What? She's like, Well, I don't know if it worked. I don't I don't no, know what's no. going on. And there was like two of the tiniest little spots of blue on my teeth and we got talking about what I've been doing and how, you know, I've used normal fluoride toothpaste and I've done the normal stuff for all these years and my teeth are terrible because of it. So, and I so let's, let's clarify something
0: too. all the things you've been doing all these years are all the things they tell you to do. Yeah. Right.
8: Well, the, the other thing that also makes a difference, I've been listening to some audio books about uh, biological dentistry and how the whole teeth system works and how, so like, Because I'm really low sugar, let's forget about Christmas and New Year's, because I'm low sugar and low carb, there would be a difference in your teeth health automatically for that. Like if you didn't change how you brush your teeth and you just ate better, your teeth will be better because internally in the way it processes and dent and moves back and forth and all these liquids, all that would be good. And and there's one other factor
0: too. If you're eating fermented foods, your dental health will be better.
8: Yeah. And so I don't believe first. Like, I don't, I didn't claim, oh, the only difference is this powder I use. Right, I right. explain, like, I eat differently. I have a cleaner diet. I don't eat pop. I haven't drank a regular pop. Like, I've probably had, I'd say, under 10 regular sugar pops in the past year. Yeah. Uh, I still like fizzy drinks. We found a pretty, it, it's, it's not great, but it's a pretty healthy. There's only, like, three ingredients in it. It's called, uh. It's a, I don't know if they have it in America, but it's called Zevia. Oh, yeah. And so yep. there's, there's, like, it's a really short, so, like, I think there's literally, like, four ingredients in this stuff. And the um, sweetener you know, is,
0: is Stevia.
8: Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. not great, but certainly a big step in the right direction to not right. be in whatever. Um, and, but, like, this girl, like, the hygienist and then the lady who owns it, like, we've been friends with her in our little town for years. And she's, like, like, this is baffled look. Like, huh? What? Some powder? Well, what's in it? And so we had talked on the phone a bit. And by the time I was done, she had ordered her own. She's like, I'm going to try this out. She's like, we have people that like, she doesn't want to just send you to the dentist to get fillings and cavity work. She's a hygienist. She wants you to have, (laughs) like, she wants that to be your only stop basically for dental health is, is her place. Right. And, um, so like I told them about the drops and how I really like how that makes your mouth fresh. And actually I was on a plane yesterday and wasn't able to do my three brushings that I normally would do. And so a couple of times throughout the day, uh, I just pulled my little dropper out and put a few drops in my mouth and I yeah. kinda just swish it all around. And it's like, you have this feeling like you've brushed your teeth, but you didn't have right. to go wherever, find a place in the airport or somewhere to, to uh, in the middle of all your flight delays to try and get somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I needed to call. It was really, really funny because I know the process. They show you your mouth. There's blue everywhere, and then they spend the next forty-five minutes trying to clean it all out. Like I don't think my whole entire, I don't think I was there for an hour the whole time. Like they had very, very limited amount of cleaning to do, and um, I have one tooth that actually used to hurt quite a bit. That a lot of that sensitivity is gone. So I really think that this whole idea um, that treat. Trina, is that her name?
0: Yes, yep, Trina. From Primal
8: Life? Yeah. I think the whole idea that Trina came up with, and she's like, every product, this is why it's in here, this is the reason this one isn't. All her stuff, um, you know, I told her about those her website, you know, if you want to teach your kid how to Like her five-year-old daughter something explains to kids how to use tooth powder, how cool it is. <laughs>
0: right. And um,
8: it's, uh, her, her website is pretty incredible. But I also think for, you know um, – when I was talking to Ange on the phone, there's sometimes where you hear about a product, you're like, okay, somebody's, you know, obviously if you're in business, the, the purpose is pay your mortgage, pay your bills, and put food on the table, and pay yeah. your kids' college. you are got to be making money for some reason. And a lot of people, it's like, okay, well, how much can we scam out of you? How How little product can we give you for the most amount of profit? And I still believe that there's some people that try and do kind of some uh, compassionate capitalism. Let's make money, but let's sell a good product that has a benefit. And, and I think when I went to my dentist and I looked at this stuff, it's like I get that the tooth powder seems a little pricey, but all of a sudden now it's like, man, this stuff's actually really cheap because right. the cost to pay for it paid for itself in that one visit. It's like <laughs> the, the hundred and some dollars I saved in cleaning. Well, that's a whole year worth of powder. You know
0: exactly. so right. yeah, the, it, yeah, a, a lot of these things that we do, you know here seem expensive. We're eating a lot more meat. What's the most expensive thing at the grocery store? Meat. Then on top of that, we're saying, look, if you want to be optimally healthy, you shouldn't even be buying your meat at the grocery store. You should be buying it directly from a regenerative farm. Now it gets really expensive. Then we talk yeah. about, okay, you're going to need some supplements. We know that. We don't like to push supplements, but we know they're necessary sometimes. So there's another cost. And now yeah. you, we're going to sell you this dental kit and this this red light therapy. And, and, and in some ways, it sounds like all we're trying to do is sell you a bunch of stuff. But in reality, when you do this right, I believe your overall cost actually goes way down.
8: Yeah. Well, that would be a really interesting question I'd like for next time you have Trina on is ask her, what is the difference between her $700 blue and red light therapy device and the $72 one on Amazon? Like, what is the is and and I don't know if it's like the quality of the two things court, I can tell you that are put in. Yeah, like t- what is is that where it comes from? Like. I've bought LED lights that are cheap on one side and expensive on another. And when they show up, they're the same exact thing. The board's the same. The printing—it's the same exact Dude. stuff. Right. The price is just really, really different. So, where's the eight hundred dollar or the seven hundred and some dollars in value that you're getting? Two,
1: two
0: places specifically, but her mouthpiece isn't seven hundred dollars, is it?
8: I think that sort of worked. Well, I think that's the. That's what it is in Canada. That sounds I think that's weird. what it is.
0: Okay. You you might be right. That's the one thing I never pay attention to, but that, that sounded really, really high to me. But I can tell you what the difference is because I did all the research on red light therapy. It's why I ended up with sauna mm-hmm. space for the red lights. Yeah, the, yeah. the strength of the light itself is critically important. Okay. And you can build a yeah, cheap so like the- light but it just doesn't have much power, that means you either have to get it closer to the area you want to treat and you have to leave it there longer to get the same effect. And some of these lights are so weak that you're just not going to get any benefit at all. Now, how do we know that? I mean, you turn them on, they both light up or they glow or whatever they're doing. So, But I did enough research to know it's the strength of the light the accuracy of the light that you're hitting the, the proper spectrum, that you're getting the right color yeah. of light that we want that's also important and there's no way to know yeah, yeah. that just from looking at something and then the other area mm-hmm. where it will cost more money to produce a good device is keeping the emfs as low as possible so getting a powerful yeah, light yeah. but shielding us from the emfs as much as possible like the sauna space light that i use is almost zero emf but th- there's an added okay. cost to doing that
8: Yeah yeah and that would be in like like in the the uh, electrical engineering side of it
0: Sometimes of just how the, you're going to get like the the sauna space light the the plug is wrapped and shielded because that's a source yeah, okay. of of emfs but that mm-hmm. creates an additional cost Yeah
8: so the, actually, the, I don't know if it's I'm sure on your store it's on sale too but her light kit right now is only 300 American so yeah maybe only 500 Canadian or something.
0: It, it, 300 sounds better I, when I heard 7 that's I thought yeah, boy yeah. does she have some device I'm not that's aware actually, of the,
8: that's the whole mouth no that's the whole yeah. mouth makeover package was 700 I just, just okay, got it. remember it's all on the same case. Yeah. But, uh, but but like you know what I I uh like, unless something changes and it, it quits working, I don't know why I'd ever use powder differently. And, you know, like, we actually ordered a big bag for the family, like the big four-ounce powder, and we have it split up in little – I have little jars that I bring it in on the road. We just have a little glass jar at home it sits in. Right. And uh, and everyone everyone uses it, all the, my kids, everybody. Yeah. And at yeah. first, like, yeah, Dad, powder's weird. I want toothpaste. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's just try this. And, and what's going to happen is by the time we run out, they're going to – just be using the powder because they're used to it, and that's just what's
0: going at what people do, right? You know, here, here, here's so. something else we can claim. We, we could claim good. that none of that dental detox kit is even necessary for good oral health. Most of the reason... We can
8: claim it is or isn't.
0: It, it, it's not necessary okay. at all. You could skip all of that, the tooth powder, the oil, the tongue scraper, all of that. How do we know that? We know that because our hunter-gatherer ancestors didn't have any of that stuff, and they didn't get cavities or gum disease. Mostly we use these things because we're around other people, and we want to keep our mouth clean and fresh. But as far as our dental health goes, those things aren't necessary.
8: Well, like the whole soap thing all over our body. Like I tell you, when I eat really, really healthy and I just like, there's days I go hop in the shower to truck up. I wash in, you know, I have a cold shower and leave. I don't even bring my bag right. with me because I'm not using anything. Right. And I come out and my daughter hugs and she's like, Dad, you smell so good. What are you it, using? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Weird. Right. And it's like, well, this is how it works.
0: So. Right. So it, we can anyway, say the that.
8: Queen of my, I got my wife calling me and I'm going to let you go. All Thank right. You. Have a wonderful day, Kevin.
0: Tell your have wife I said you. hi. Have a great day. My well. All right. Let's go to... Utah. Justin, welcome. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's on your mind today?
11: Oh, I just wanted uh, to give like a, a story of a buddy of mine who I served in the Marine Corps with. So, you know, I've known him for shit, probably going on 20 years at this point or whatever. And the whole time I've known him, he's been overweight. Well, you know, fast forward to like the last few years, You know, he's really cleaned up his diet and like, you know, he went from 300 some odd pounds down to like 150, 160 pounds. And, you know, which was really remarkable, you know, seeing him like that, you know, after, you know, all these years. And I was like, well, damn, dude, you look great. How'd you do that? You know, and, you know, he's like, well, you know, I was doing this intermittent fasting and, you know, I'd eat within, you know, like an eight hour window. And, you know, once a month I would do like a, you know, 24, 48 hour fast. And yeah. You know, cut out all the carbs and the sugar, and you know, people would ask him. You know, that he would go to church with, or people that he would work with, and be like, "Well, how'd you do that?" You know, and he'd go through the whole rigmarole of how he did it, and this, that, and the other, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, that's unhealthy or whatever." And he's, he's like, "You know, like what? What are you talking about? You know, like, you
8: know, like what do you mean that's unhealthy? Oh, you
11: know? know, like, you know, I'm living proof. You know, you just right. ask me. You know, yeah." And you know it's it's just so crazy, you know people can see the anecdotal evidence right there in front of their face, and yet they something in their mind just is like, you know well that that can't be right, that can't be healthy and you know what I mean it's just it's so
0: wild you know and and <clears throat> let's take this back to the last call with the dentist. We went through this with everybody's doctors. remember in the beginning, people would start eating this way, they'd go in for a physical yeah. or whatever, and their doctor would look at him and go, "What are you doing?" But, you know, your, your, all your numbers look incredible. What changed? And they'd start to talk about keto or carnivore, and the doctor freaks out. Oh, my God, you're going to have a heart attack. Whatever. We, we've been through this. Now we're yeah. doing it again with dentists. Now here's here's somebody who changes their oral care routine, goes in, and the hygienist is saying, I don't think our test worked because we didn't get the results we always get. Now – Right. It – If this this were me and I'm a doctor or a dentist and somebody comes in and they are getting incredible results different from every other patient I have, I would want to know why. And honestly, I would probably end up out of business because I would want to do the right thing. I would want to say, look, whatever the hell we're doing must be wrong And there must be a better way to do this because I have 99% of my patients are getting these results and they're not good. And these people doing something completely opposite of what we tell everybody, they're doing fantastic. How does this not catch on? I, I don't
11: know it's like the, it's like the further you go down the rabbit hole of all this the it, the health care system's designed to keep keep you coming back it not is to, keep the, you, you know, the, the, to heal people uh, you know all what I of mean? it
0: the the dental care system our health care system all of it is designed to keep you coming back and spending money
11: yeah it's, it, that parts a crime that uh, It is it, it shouldn't be that way
0: and I don't believe that the people who are doctors and dentists doing this are evil. I don't think they're only doing it for the money. But after a while, a doctor or a dentist that keeps seeing these other results and doesn't question everything they do, that, to me, becomes a problem.
11: Right. 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 I mean, it'd be like the same thing if you have a financial advisor and they're broke all the time or your mechanic's car's always broke down. You know, you wouldn't take their advice.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting that you brought that up. Those are the two areas of life that I'm actually trained in. Um, I was a certified financial planner, the highest designation you can get, and I quit because I hate that industry. That industry sucks. It's the same. You have to come to me. So I can help you invest your money, except I can look at your results and say, wait a minute, the S&P 500 beats you every single year. So why would I take your advice? Why don't I just put my money in the S&P 500 and be done with it? It's why I don't want to do financial planning anymore because it's too easy and I can't make any money at it. If I tell people the truth, they don't need me as a financial planner anymore. So I, I can't make any money doing this. If I were a doctor, I'd right. be broke. I wouldn't have any patients. I would tell them the truth, and they would be happy, and they wouldn't need me anymore. Th- those two areas right. are, are the two areas I've trained in, and both of those industries are almost criminal.
11: Yeah, it, it, it's insane. It, it really, really is.
0: Yeah, it, it is, and it, it, I don't see it ever changing. You know, like when I was talking no, to Marcy I earlier. As long
11: as, I, as long as you got people, you know, lobbying to the government for, you know, this kind of care, that kind of care, standards of care, you know, yeah. and then doctors yeah. are fired because they don't go along with the standard <laughs> of care even though it doesn't it doesn't work. It's 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 just so ridiculous, you yep. know. It's
0: Yep. Uh, it is. The good news is we've figured out the right way. Right.
11: Now I have a question. I've uh delve into it and done a little bit of research on it. And I don't, I, I, I don't know, maybe there's more to it than what I know, but what, what are the side effects from taking like metformin long-term? Cause I know some, I know someone that takes it and they take it three times a day, which is a little bit much. Okay. And my, Their logic is, you know, their doctor told them to take it because, you know, it helps them process, you know, sugar. Well, the obvious logical thing in my mind would be, well, reduce sugar and you wouldn't have to take it anymore. Is that line of thinking
0: flawed? That is the only line of thinking that makes any sense at all. Your way of thinking is exactly right. If sugar is the problem that you want me to take metformin to handle the problem, why don't I just eliminate the sugar? Right. And, and the only because, answer... I mean, I'm
11: sure there is like really the, long-term effects
0: of that, too. Oh, absolutely. It's a toxic pharmaceutical drug. I'll tell you one of the effects, the entire metformin supply was contaminated and causing cancer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a thing. And Met, they never, uh, they, they have and they now never shown did a recall
11: that, on it, did they?
0: Not, not that I'm aware of. I think, if I remember right, I think it's the same issue. Did you ever see the issue with baby powder?
11: Yeah, the the talcum powder and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I I think it was actually contaminated with asbestos. That was the problem. And I think the metformin supply was also somehow contaminated with asbestos, if I remember right.
11: Wow. I, I, that's, that's insane that that would even, so, like, I don't, so I don't here's, know how the two would come in contact with each, I, each other. That's
0: just I, I know. ridiculous. So if we <laughs> think about this, we know that sugar is not good for the human body. Excessive right. sugar is certainly not good for the human body. It's not natural. We know that. If you go out in, in the wild and eat only natural food, there's very, very little sugar or carbohydrates available. They just don't really right. exist in nature, but we've made it so there's sugar in everything now. Everything, I, I it, it's, making me crazy. We have a, a restaurant sort of close to where the farm is. We've been eating there a little bit more because I'm always over at the farm late, and so I'll, I'll stop and grab something. It, usually. They do a bunch of smoked meat, so I can usually just grab brisket or pulled pork or something. But they also make really good pizzas, and they have a pretty decent gluten-free crust. So as a treat, Uh I'll have that once in a while. So they brought out a new pizza. It's got jalapenos and stuff. I like hot stuff. Then they drizzle honey on it. Why? (laughs) Why do I want honey on my pizza? I don't want my pizza to be sweet. Right. <laughs>
11: That's ridiculous.
0: We, we sweeten everything now, and it's because sugar is addictive. And the more of it you eat, the more you need to get the same response. So now our entire food supply, everything has sugar in it.
11: Well, and it's like all these people, you know, like big sugar, you know, they. Uh, hired scientists, just like the tobacco yeah. industries and all these yeah. other industries, the pay scientists to come up with so, research saying that the re- that it was that it, whatever it is ain't bad.
0: So here here's the you know, logic. It's, just like with, all these, it's like all with, these
11: political ads, you know, like so and so slamming so and so brought right. to you by the other party. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's right. the same thing. You know. Yeah.
0: Right. So let's go back to your friend and his doctor. Uh, well. We know sugar is not good for us, but go ahead and eat it, then we'll give you something else that isn't good for you, a toxic pharmaceutical, and somehow this sounds like a good idea? Right, right. No, why don't I just eliminate the first thing that wasn't good for me, and then I don't need the second?
11: Right, or 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 the you know take this medication to combat that problem, but then you need this other medication <laughs> that's that, right to counteract this the side effect what, from the first medication. What,
0: what a what a great system for the pharmaceutical companies <laughs> and the doctors.
11: Right. Right, it's like you know. Every, my buddy, he was like, you know, the one that lost all the weight. He's like, you know, whatever you want to do, like whatever the doctor tells you to do to get there, do the opposite. Exactly, You'll come out better doing, you know, you will what they tell you the, to do. You know, the,
0: the, it, instead <laughs> of the doctor telling you to avoid sugar and processed foods. And bad seed oils. We know all three of those things are really bad for you. Instead of your doctor telling you to avoid those things, your doctor tells you to avoid salt and fat. Two completely right. natural you know, things eggs, that we absolutely salt, need. You know. Right. <laughs>
11: oh, yeah, it's wild, man. It's uh, yeah, wild. it is. But, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to ask you this. Tell you that and ask you that question, and you know I hope you have a happy new year, and we'll talk soon, man.
0: All right, thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, our our system is a mess. Two really important areas of of our life, health and money. I've studied both of them extensively. Our systems are completely broken. Do the opposite of what they tell you. Let's go to Oklahoma, Paul. Welcome. Howdy. What's on
9: your mind today? Um. At this time of the year, my wife does almost not go outside at all, so she don't get any—it's nice and sunny here today, 46 degrees, but to her, that's cold. She yeah. do not go outside. Right. So she's going to be—I don't know what her vitamin D level is, but over it, the winter months, I'll guarantee it falls. If she's
0: not supplementing, it's probably down in the teens or 20s, really low, yeah. dangerously low.
9: Yeah so the, I was going to get a that, that lamp you talk about that light Yeah, uh, the sauna space sauna space or something yeah okay um let me hang on i'll just pull over i'm in the car driving but okay i'll need to write that down yeah um. yeah sauna
0: space i think they call it their photon therapy light maybe it's just a single bulb uh mounted on a really nice wood base it's got a cage around it this thing is actually a work of art I mean, the woodwork is beautiful. The bulb is actually hand-blown glass um, with a tungsten filament. It's got all the shielding for EMFs. I mean, this is a really, I'm looking at mine right now because it's here in my studio because every morning when I sit down in the dark to do my show prep, I turn that light on. It's like getting the sun earlier in the
9: morning. It helps reset my sleep cycle better, too. Yeah, because she kind of has screwed up sleep cycle. She had... She'll lay down, take a nap in the day, and then well, that it, she'll go to bed. She's she's yeah, living. She'll go, she'll go to bed at ten o'clock. Yeah, and then then at one thirty in the morning, she's awake for three hours, and then yeah, she, she's she kind of she's she living in artificial like light. A, like a yeah, she has she has a sleep pattern like a produce hauler. Yeah, pad. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So is this light is is it available in your store?
0: No it's not we We've talked to them about a couple of partnerships. We've just never really finalized anything, so I just send people right to them. I mean, if you want to, you can okay, put in so a do a good word for us and say you heard it from us.
9: okay, Sauna space and so what's it called again? Um, uh,
0: I think the they call space. it their photon therapy light. Photon therapy. You'll, even if it, it, it's not perfect, you'll figure it out. It, it's their only single
9: bulb light. Okay. Single bulb. I'll write that down. Because me being the procrastinator, I thought I should get a one for Christmas. Well, I never got around to it. And here it is. It's a New Year's. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, get her one now. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. So and then at least she can pertain to get some oh, a lot during I, the, during the winter months. Uh, Angie just helped me out here. I, I didn't know this. She's going
0: to, Angie's going to send you a link right to the, okay. the product. And we do, I guess we have a discount code. I remember that we negotiated oh, okay. that. So she's going to send you um, the discount code. And for anybody else that wants to know, let's truck is the code. So when you're buying anything at sauna space, Put let's truck in for the discount code, and I guess we'll get a discount
9: okay, good deal so how many how many hours a day should she leave that lamp on like, so
0: so if we were hunter gatherers, how much time could we have spent out in the sun all day yeah i I don't think there's so an upper her, limit.
9: I should tell her to turn 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 it on in the morning and and then. Yeah, and the sun goes down.
0: I I, I don't think I, I've okay. never found any research that says there's some kind of upper limit to where you wouldn't want to do this anymore. I think the more you do it, the better it is. Just a matter of, of when you yeah. know when do you have time and when does it work. For me, I love early morning. You know, it kind of mimics the sun coming up earlier, so helps me go to sleep earlier later that night, earlier in the day, so that helps my sleep cycle, and then. If I think about it other times throughout the day, if I'm going to be sitting somewhere for a while, I might go grab the light and put it next to me and turn it on. I I doubt that there is a a limit to to too much use. Like I said, as hunter-gatherers, we we could have lived in the sunshine almost all day, every day. I I don't think we can overdo this.
9: and with no sunscreen, exactly. Oh, imagine it. Yeah, the, you know, if you you go to Walmart or the, the the mall or whatever, and you you walk around, and it's like, oh my god, the last time that person seen sunlight was the day they went home from the hospital. While <laughs> some yeah. of, some of these these younger younger generations that have been brainwashed and it's like, oh no, you you'll get skin cancer, you get melanoma, and they never go out in the sun, and they're so pasty, anemic looking. It's like, well, yeah. You, you no, you're of, you're, the,
0: you're exactly right. Most and you know sure. the other thing they're never getting is grounding.
9: Yeah, but, but, so I, when it, when it, when I was at the Walmart the, the other day, and I, I I wear short pants all year long, just about unless it gets really really cold, like like stupid shit. So <laughs> right. Even then, I'll still I'll still I'll still wear short pants. <laughs> but if I'm going to be outside, I put coveralls on over the top. <laughs> right. So. So I, I got short pants and a T-shirt on and flip-flops. And <laughs> because I wear boots and socks a lot, I got I got white feet. Right. And the woman said, she looks at me and she says, you must spend a lot of time outside, but you always got your socks on. I said, yeah, I work outside. And she said, well, it's nice to have a tan like that, except your feet are so lily white. And I said, well, I can't wear flip-flops. so But she said... Here, here we are right before Christmas, and you still got a suntan. I said, that's what happens when you work outside. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I don't it, it, sunscreen. I, I'm not doing that shit. No. No,
0: and yeah. it and it is completely healthy to get that much sun exposure. I don't think there is anything like too much sun exposure. When there, When it is, our body tells us.
8: If your yeah, skin, well the,
0: if you've been outside in the sun all day and your skin starts to tingle and burn a little bit, it's probably your body telling you for right now you got too much. But you know this as yeah. your body gets used to it, you get to the point where you can spend all day out in the sun without sunscreen and not burn.
9: Yeah, well, the the Monday before Christmas when I was down there in South Texas, it was eighty four degrees when I unloaded. I, I was starting to sweat. Yeah, so, but give me that's my kind of winter right there. There you yeah. go. So, okay, I'll, uh, I'll probably go shopping at the sauna space, people. So. There you go. Excellent.
0: Okay, that's all i got today. Thanks. All right, that's Bye-bye. all I need. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Iowa.
10: Jerry, welcome. Well, Happy New Year, Kevin. Your audio on this phone really does suck. I don't know whether I get through this Sit- or not. It <laughs> sounds like you're in an echo chamber.
0: Uh, that's how I know it's actually picking up my voice from my laptop. Well, turn your laptop off, then. Well, then you wouldn't hear me at all.
10: (laughs) Well, all right. Details, damn it. it. it, it,
0: It's one of those weird, it it should not be happening. I have no explanation for why it's
10: happening. It doesn't even make any sense. If you you don't know, I'm not even going to guess. Yeah,
0: yeah, so.
10: All right, on to my question. I guess it's kind of a, I'll set it up anyway, but I'm Dirty Keto. I take two kinds of probiotics a day, and I drink them with, uh, Take them with kombucha I got a lot of vitamin D drops every day it's supposed to be healthy uh, three weeks ago I got one hell of a head cold I guess my question is is why did I get it number two is how why is it still hanging on after three weeks number three is what in the world could I have had from your store that would have nipped it in the bud before it ever set hold okay and I, I the other thing is a, a silver I when I first started getting it, I had just gotten some of that Sovereign Silver in, and I tried the nasal spray and the drops, and I never got any results. Couldn't didn't get better at all, so it's still kind of hanging on after three weeks.
0: So there, there's three questions here, and I have an answer for all three. The, the first, why did you get sick? I have a theory about this. Um, So looking historically, when we started helping people get healthier, one of the things that happens and everybody comments on it is after they've been eating really healthy for about a year or two, they, they say, you know, I don't seem to get sick anymore. And we went through years of that. And then in the last couple of years, we've been hearing more and more about people who have been really healthy, still eating clean, but they're, they, they catch something that comes around. It's happened to me twice now. Uh, There's two reasons for it. One, um, because of all the vaccination that's gone on since COVID and what we know about this vaccine, it compromises people's immune system. And when you compromise the entire population, what what was our vaccination rate here in the U.S.? Wasn't it like 70 some percent?
10: Pretty high, but I am not vaccinated.
0: No, I know. And I'm not either. But that doesn't mean we weren't affected by it. That's a very, very high vaccination rate. That's a lot of people who, if our theories are correct, and I believe they are, that now have compromised immune systems. And here's what happens. If I have a really strong immune system and I get this virus or bacteria, my immune system shuts it down pretty quickly. That's what it's there for, and it works. If I have a weakened immune system that allows that virus to stay alive inside my body and continue to multiply. The longer that virus or bacteria can live because my immune system is compromised and it just isn't killing it, the more chances it has to mutate. And when it mutates, it can get stronger. I believe that we are now facing viruses and bacteria that are stronger than they used to be Because we have so many people with compromised immune systems. They're allowing these bacteria and virus to mutate more and more. The overuse of antibiotics have caused this. It's caused more um, virulent strains of these pathogens. So now we have to fight stronger and stronger strains of these pathogens. And sometimes they're strong enough that even our immune system has to work pretty hard to get rid of them. And all of your symptoms are really your immune system fighting back. When you get a fever, that's your immune system cranking up the heat to try to kill the bacteria. Well, that, that fever makes you feel like crap. When you're sniffling and coughing and sneezing, that's your immune system trying to get the pathogens out, but that makes you feel horrible. So the fact that the the pathogens are stronger is problem number one. Problem number two, what else has changed in our world in the last three years? We talk about it all the Stress. time. Stress. Absolutely. Everybody is more stressed than ever. And what is the first thing that that starts to weaken when you're under stress is your immune system. So now we have stronger pathogens because of COVID and we have more stress basically because of COVID and what it did to our world. So I do see more people now who have really healthy immune systems and, and are doing all the right things still get sick. Luckily, it's not as bad, and they usually get over it. And and, But we – so what's the answer? We have to work even harder to keep our immune system strong. We have to do everything we can to minimize stress in our life and build our stress resilience, the stress protocol. Do the stress protocol three or four times a week. You'll probably find that you get sick less often, maybe never. And then I I am – leaning heavier on supplements, and I don't take a lot of supplements, but right now I probably take the immune support pack three or four times a week. I would take it seven days a week if I would just remember. I'm so bad at taking this kind of stuff, but the immune support packs in our store plus the silver, the daily spray is the one I like using, um, that can go a long way towards helping this as well.
10: Okay. Well, I knew you had something in there, but I wasn't sure what it was. That goopy spray, you spray up your nose, you spray it up your nose, what the hell happens? It all runs right back out again. How's that going to do
0: it? Yeah, I don't. I, I know some people prefer the nasal sprays, and it does work. And, and when you do it, you should tilt your head back a little bit so when it runs, it actually okay. runs down the back of your sinuses into your throat. I like the, the oral spray better, it's just easier, and it works. Those drops you put under your tongue, you mean? There's one. They also have a spray and it's it's weird because oh, okay. when you look at the dose if i remember right it's 30 sprays Okay, oh, grief i know that's what i thought i thought that's insane but it actually goes really fast and and it's not much because it's a really super fine mist when you spray it so it sounds like a lot but it's really no big deal it takes maybe 20 seconds you're,
10: you're spraying it in your mouth yeah i spray it right into your mouth oh okay i had Guess I hadn't seen that one, Kevin. I saw the, the gel for wounds, and I saw the drops you put under your tongue, and I had the nasal spray, but I guess I didn't <laughs> notice that one. Yeah, they have a daily Good oral drink. spray that I like. I need a secretary just to keep up I, on all the stuff in your
0: store. I, I Just on sovereign silver sometimes, I think.
10: Yeah. All right, well, I'll, I just was curious why in the world I kept getting sick. or oh, I hung on for so long, and I just couldn't understand it, so. Yeah, I, I we're we're seeing that as more
0: and more of a pattern.
10: All right, time for one the, more quick one. Sure, go ahead. It seems to me like you used to have a rebuild your stomach acid kit in your store, separate and apart from the PPI kit. I couldn't find that. Has that been discontinued, and you just replaced it with a PPI kit, or? I th- I thought what? the PPI kit was our rebuilt. We
0: we called the protocol rebuild your stomach acid, but I think we called the kit the PPI okay. kit. Okay, same same protocol it's and same kit. Same, same, skin same, skin. same okay. protocol, same kit. Yeah, we've never changed that one.
10: All right. Well, I had a granddaughter that was bitching about having so much uh, heartburn and acid reflux, and I yep, took her that'll... over a, half a bottle of that apple cider vinegar that mothers, you know, and I, I think she took one dose it and that was enough i told her to mix it in some water and she did and i said well dilute it a little more and she just turned up her nose and shook her head so i was contemplating getting her the, P- the rebuild stomach acid kit but i didn't see it the, I, the, I didn't make, i didn't think she never been on a ppi so i wasn't sure yeah if she no, needed it, the ppi kit so. it, it's the ppi kit okay I'll see if I can do that then. So well, that's about enough for now. I appreciate appreciate getting in. So thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Good talking to you. Let's go
0: north of the border. We're going to head to Ontario. Mark, welcome.
10: Hey,
4: hello, Kevin. Thank you very much for taking my call. Um, I should have said howdy. I've been in Texas going to Oklahoma. Maybe I'll see Paul somewhere. Well, there you hey, go. Um, a few co- uh, I'm sorry? There
0: you go. Yeah.
4: Uh, okay, sorry. Hey, Um. a few callers ago, uh, there was a guy uh, about... Uh, uh, those breast augmentations—I uh, don't have that problem. I'm all natural and everything. But you spoke <laughs> about you—you uh, you spoke about knee replacement. It Just so happens, Kevin, I'm the same age as you. Ninety um, percent carnivore. Um, uh, you know, forty years ago, I had both my knees operated on. Uh, you know, removed so- cartilages, whatever the heck they do back way back then. Right. Um, and just so happens, uh, a few months ago, I had to go to the I couldn't walk. Apparently, uh, my one knee was so so bad, so, and they just said there's nothing left there that right. has to be replaced. Right. Uh, but, let, so I I have a consultation next Monday, but I didn't. Uh, and then you brought it up, uh, so I thought, well, this is something me, I should be talking to you about before. Yeah. I go.
0: Let, well, let me ask you something. You're my age, so think back when you were a kid. Yep. Did you know anybody that had joint replacements? No. I didn't. I did not a single person. I mean, my grandparents, when no. they got old, uh, everybody, I, no, I did no, not it. know. So one somebody might say, well, they didn't have the technology back then. Well, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Well, what the hell did we do? Yeah,
4: exactly. What, what
0: did we do? It, right. For all the, all those thousands of years, why? what did people do when their joint wore out? That's what they tell us, your joint wore out. What do you mean it wore
4: out? Yeah. So what what do we do? Just a deal. I'm fine with dealing with it. You know, the way they talk it. So you have to get this done or, you know uh, what I mean?
0: Here's the thing. I, I understand how bad chronic pain can be. I, I get it. I mean, I have a hip yeah. that I, I busted my hip on both sides. Uh, no separated it on both sides, busted it on one side. And they told yep. me you will someday need a hip replacement. And this, I did this when I yep. was 20 And from that day on, I had hip issues all the time. I had to give up bowling. I I started bowling when I was like six years old. I was actually a really good... Um, competitive bowler at one time. I gave up bowling because after the accident, it made my hip hurt so bad. I used to try taking like six Tylenol before I would go bowling and two more when I was done. (laughs) And all that would do is just dull the pain. And I can't imagine all the damage I did with, with all the Tylenol. Um, And I thought, yep, you know, someday I'm going to need a hip replacement. Well, at 50, I started eating different. Now, Zero hip pain, no matter what I do. Nothing bothers my really? hip anymore. So there's no way I would ever consider a replacement. I don't even have a problem anymore. So,
4: see, I'm like, I'm great, and it's. I try to do a lot of walking, right? And that's, you know, they say, and it's, you know, bone on bone, and you just aggravate that.
0: It, but believe but it or not, I, I, I might actually do less walking for a while.
4: Yeah, yeah well no they believe there have been I just I love to
0: walk no know? i I, I, I get it and, and walking is good for you but if we've now I believe the reason your your joint is gone like they say there's nothing left there anymore was a, a lifetime of poor nutrition I don't believe that is a natural occurrence I don't believe that at all I believe we should be able well, to yeah, live to a hundred and all of our joints should make it to a hundred with us yep yeah,
4: yep yeah. Well, like you said, I mean, it's, I ate the standard American diet for 52 years three for years. years. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was 53, 54 years right. and doing
0: it. So now here's the thing. And, uh, maybe, I, and I don't know this, maybe you have done enough damage that the body can't rebuild it. I don't know. But if my take on this would be, if I can find a way to deal with this without putting a foreign object in my body, I'm going to. Exactly. If the pain got so bad that it was affecting my sleep and then that was affecting my health, I I might have to reconsider that. But I I would really try hard to do everything I could not to get that joint replacement.
4: I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I know I didn't even really think much about it until what you said earlier today on that call about, yeah, Neil said, oh, he's smoking. Y- y- yeah, you know why we. Probably a piece of plastic in there, right? Uh, uh, silicone do, or
0: stainless know. steel, or uh, but uh, all of these joints have had recalls and problems and you know they'll even tell you most of the time this one's only going to last you 10 years and then we're going to have to replace it and it's it's an awful system and if if you can avoid it i would now here's the thing and and i understand what you're saying you didn't give it a second thought we have been brainwashed our whole life that these things are just going to happen but but they shouldn't
4: well I I agree. I, yeah, what did uh, our ancestors
0: yeah, right. do? You're 100% right. Right. It, yeah. It, part of the part of the issue is 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 even 60 years ago our, our food supply was way different than it is today. So first off, most yeah. of our ancestors probably never got to the point where their joints were destroyed.
12: <laughs> Just because well, they like had better 40 nutrition. Years ago,
4: like I, yeah, like forty years ago, the first thing that oh yeah, let's take the cartilages out. Yeah, right. Like why? Why are they taking? But they they took them out both sides, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, that doesn't do sound you? like a good idea.
4: <laughs> no, not now it doesn't. That's right, sure, but, but back but then but it was a common it, common thing, right?
0: That that's and I'm I am i am glad you used the word common because a lot common, of people would exactly. say normal, and it's not normal, no. but it is common now. I was talking, I've talked to several people about this. Somebody will say, oh, my wife's getting a knee replacement or my brother-in-law got a hip replacement. And I'll ask them, when you were growing up, do you ever remember anybody with joint replacements? No, no, nobody. I don't know if they even had them back then. Maybe they didn't. And people say, oh, but it's a wonderful (laughs) thing. No, it's not. How did we live without? Here's another one. You know, we're, we're fighting this huge epidemic of opioid addiction. We're losing 100,000 oh. people a year in the United States. 100,000 a year yep. over opioids. Well, wasn't there a time we went through all these surgeries and all this pain without these opioids? Oh, yes. They're yep. not necessary. I, yes. Why don't we just ban that whole class of drugs?
4: Well, I just finished watching the series Painkillers. Which oh, is, uh, isn't that awful? Very eye-opening. Just amazing. That is, that's criminal. It's, it, it is. it is. It's, there's no two ways about it. It's yes. criminal.
0: Yeah. Criminal. The, the biggest drug pushers in the world are the pharmaceutical companies.
4: Yep. And Purdue, he, they, oh, just, it was amazing. Yeah. Just amazing how people are paid off to get approved, right?
0: Yep, yep absolutely.
4: That, that's how it all came about, because yeah. it was not approved for, for so long, but they've well, Finally, paid the guy off, right?
0: Purdue Pharma, the story you're talking about, the one regulator yep. at the FDA kept turning down Purdue yep. Pharma, kept bringing up all kinds yep. of problems, and eventually they paid him enough and he went to work for Purdue Pharma.
4: Exactly. Yeah. I just finished my White, I think his last name was. But yes, that I sounds just right. Finished yep.
0: Lecture. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep.
4: That's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yep. Well, I appreciate that very, very much, Kevin. I love listening to you. And for that Canadian that did call, and it's not you have absolutely no control over it. I buy I buy quite a bit of stuff out of your store. The exchange rate you have no control over. The uh, shipping rate <laughs> you have no control over. But you know what? Sometimes those export charges just kill you. I know. I, some orders, I, some orders are double the price.
0: I, I completely so. understand why people no, from I know, Canada hey, you, have nothing, would,
4: you have no right. control. I that. And, yeah. and I completely
0: understand why somebody would go to Amazon to buy the stuff we sell. I get it. It doesn't bother me. I, I understand why you do it. I wish we could fix it. I wish some oh, imaginary it, line on the planet...
6: Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, that's all it is. It, it's just that it, yeah. uh, I'm closer to people in Canada than I am to most of the people in the United States, but it doesn't matter.
4: I spend 90% of my life in the United States, but never (laughs) Never in the same place twice, you know what I mean? Or I have an address down here somewhere. No,
0: I I get it. (laughs) It it, it doesn't bother me at all. I understand. No,
4: no, 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 no problems. Thank you very, very much for taking my call, Kevin.
0: You're welcome. Have a great day. Let's go to South Carolina. Terrence, good morning. Happy happy New Year. Happy New Year. So uh, I got lately i've been grinding my teeth oh I i'm not don't su- know why oh come on of course you do
3: well i mean i, I but that's i don't it's weird like i you know i because it's starting to hurt
0: well no but you know, I, you know why tr-
3: no i know but I, then I try and stop myself but it's just like i don't know
0: yeah you're under a severe <laughs> amount of stress no i, yeah. I i'm not surprised I mean, that that is our body kind of letting us know something th- this is hard on your body. This is a lot of stress for you right now.
3: Yep. Yep. I just uh, I kind of thought that, but it's yeah. just like, I, I never did that person that did that. You know, it's just I guess it much be getting to me and then I'm just not,
0: you, you know, know, I think this is a, a, a male thing. Because I I get the same way. I I think that I deal with stress really well. I'm pretty mellow and laid back, and I just deal with things as they come. But I've done enough work on stress now to know that I can fool myself all I want. The stress is still there. Yeah.
3: So here's the other thing, too. Now, hopefully, I'm surprised you didn't ask it, but maybe there's something you could do for the New Year's. Anytime someone says, like Jerry said, dirty keto. You got to start asking what that is and stopping them because remember we just talked about this a couple of times. There, you, your dirty may be completely different than his dirty. I know. You know what I mean. It, and he could be doing something that you know. Like I said, it could be having three beers. It could be having you know, a, a, here, you know
0: a, a one bagel a day. You know, this, or something like that. Or this is why we started the coaching call. I just I okay, I, okay. I I really there's there's so many things. You are exactly right that there probably is something he's doing. For me to try to figure it out every call on the radio show, would, I, I would cut my calls by yeah, two-thirds. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it would just take me too long. And, and here's the other thing. People won't even give me the right answers. That's why we, we built the food <laughs> journal for people. It, people are notoriously right, yeah. bad at trying to remember what they eat. We know this. It it comes out in study after study after study. This is one of the hardest areas to prove anything because unless you lock people up and control their food, you have no idea what anybody's eating and nobody ever tells you the truth. And I don't think anybody intentionally lies or or maybe they do, but they're probably lying to themselves. So we just know that food reporting is horribly inaccurate. And it's even more inaccurate if just out of the blue on a random call, I start asking people, well, what have you been eating? Here's what I get. Here's the answer I get almost every, every time. Well, what are you eating? Well, I'm mostly eating meat. Uh, okay, I know that. but Right? Isn't that what everybody says?
11: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm mostly no, no, eating right. meat. I, I get it. The mostly isn't the problem. There's something else in your diet that probably is a problem, and it, it, we may not get to it.
3: Yeah. I got one other question too. Sure. So I had I haven't I haven't made my yogurt in a while. I had some whey in there for god, it had to be almost two months. It was in the refrigerator. So I, I winged it. I I I made it the yogurt came out. It came out good, but is that I mean, it didn't have a smell.
0: It wasn't rancid or anything like that. Did I worry about that? Well, I mean, I already ate some of it, so. Um, well, no, if you ate it and you're fine, then you're fine. I mean, you may have gotten a little bit yeah. of indigestion. or. A little, but here's the thing, that, that way, part of the, the reason humans started making yogurt wasn't because we knew that there was good bacteria in there. Yogurt was just a way to preserve milk. Okay. If you take milk that's one day away from being expired and you make yogurt out of it, you get a couple more weeks of, of yogurt that won't go bad. Eventually, now the yogurt will start to grow mold and it'll go bad too, but you can take dairy and extend its usable life for a couple of weeks by by fermenting it or culturing it into yogurt. The way was the same thing. It's cultured. It's got the good bacteria in there, which crowds out the bad bacteria, which would cause it to spoil. So it does last longer.
3: Okay. Yeah, because I was bad through the holidays. I mean, I went off the deep end. <laughs> the I think everybody did this I year. I,
0: I, I even did a little of that this year.
3: I was just trying to keep Pyrus, you know, spirits up and no, stuff. No, exactly. So I didn't I, want to be a poo poo head and. Oh, let's not do that, and then you know so I' didn't, I didn't have to That's, I shouldn't say that
0: no I, I but chose chose calls. to yeah no I, I get it i was yeah. uh I was less strict over this holiday season than normal.
3: all right, I got a financial thing but I if you got other calls I'll let someone else get in
0: there uh, let's do the financial thing
3: all right, so she car, she she had a car she's leased it for the last i don't know two years okay it's it's due up in April. Um, It's a Honda Accord nice car. I mean, it's got 20,000 miles on it. The buyout on it's like 19,000. Okay. The book on it is like 24. Okay. So she's not going to be able to get, because she's not working, she's not going to be able to get her own car. And I'm going to want her to have something just in case of an emergency or something. Right. So I'm thinking about buying this thing
0: outright. Um, I mean, is that? It's a good idea if you need the car. And you can afford it. And, and so I'll, I'll give you a, a personal example. I, the first lease, vehicle lease I ever did was the Range Rover. And we actually did a weird, yes. you can actually do a single payment lease. We gave them one payment up front and we leased the car for three years. We made a single payment lease. Now it was a pretty big payment, but then we have use of the okay, car yeah, for, yeah. for three years. Um that can change the financials of how this works. But we were, I think, almost $6,000 to the positive when that lease ended. Well, hell, there was no way I was oh, wow. turning that yeah. car back into them. We bought it. I mean, oh, even, yeah, if they, I, yeah. even if I wouldn't have wanted the vehicle. I actually love the car, and it's still, like, new because we hardly ever drive it. Um, but even if I wouldn't have wanted the vehicle, I would have bought out the lease and then sold it.
3: Right, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because she put all that money, and she was paying like four hundred dollars a month for thirty yeah. years, and then like right, she was, I mean, it's like a it's, she. Had, yeah, she was actually the able I, I actually to, have
0: to call it, build some equity that, within the lease. She's got four or five thousand yeah. dollars worth of equity there, and if you just turn that vehicle in, you're giving that equity back to them.
3: Well, I actually had to call the dealership because they were harassing her. They were calling, her, like, every other
0: day. Because they wanted the car back, and, uh, right? She was,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah she was get, they yeah, wanted oh, it yeah. back. She was, oh, come on, we got a great deal. So but, she was getting upset. Like, again, she's losing it. She just, I got the house. And, you know, she was, like, thinking she's losing everything. Right. So I called down there, and I, like, went off on the gentleman. I said, Listen, I told him exactly what's going on. I said, you need... To stop calling, it, yeah, stop calling her. Yeah, they I want, said otherwise. I'm gonna, I, I told them, I said I'm gonna come down and there's gonna be a problem. Whatever's yeah. making the phone calls, I yeah, said, they, this is this is unacceptable. I said she's not trading it in, she's not bringing it in. When the lease is up, we'll make a decision. They stopped calling. Right. Yeah. No, they. Thank They God, they, but,
0: they monitor all their their leases and they want that vehicle back because it's got equity.
3: Okay. That's yes. I knew I knew that. I, I'm just glad they stopped calling because yeah. it was getting really ugly. Yeah, no. If, just getting if, upset about it.
0: If, if you have the ability to buy it out and you can use it, you should. Uh, even if you just buy it out and sell it. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want her to have it, so you know, she's got something that's you know to to use or even to look at. You know, what I mean, it's just that. I'm not going to lose money on it, like you just said. But I just don't want to leave her without. Right. She's not like I right. said. She's getting all bummed out and shit, and I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to, you know, make. No, everything I get that, it. Yeah. Peaceful and freaking easy as I can, you know. No, I, I it, it uh, looks I like. I but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you can make sure you can go on to, you know, the the cars for sale sites and just make sure that you it. No, I it, did that. Oh, okay. Then. Oh, I, it, I did all that, right? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I did this, like 24000
3: and all that, and it's it, the buyout's 19.
0: Oh, yeah. 19,280, some shit like that. Yeah. You'd be better off just buying it out and putting it up for sale if you don't want it. Yep. Okay. That's what
3: I was thinking. All right. I appreciate it. I'll let someone else get in there. Like I said, a happy you now. Everything's good for you guys over there with all the new stuff you got. Looking forward to coming up. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got. Well, a, thanks, Roy. You're you're welcome. We got a lot of lot of stuff going on. Good stuff. Let's go to Arkansas. Jimmy, welcome.
5: Hey Kevin, I got a question for you. I, right. I know you've heard of them. I had someone approach me, and I, you know, I should sure doing it. But they're talking about these things they called skinny drops. Uh, that's just a generic, uh, that's what everybody calls it. And I looked it up, the one they're talking about, and I think it's a guy named Dr. Ray Strand, S T R A N D. Um, uh, and they're talking about it's, uh, you know, it, it helps you um, with burn fat, weight loss, and it's this great revolutionary thing. And so. Uh, I, what, what have you? I forget. The I gave you his name but that's how to find out the exact one they're talking about.
0: But what is the?
5: Do you know? Are you familiar with that at all?
0: I am not. I'm actually looking it up right now because all I really need to do is look at the ingredients, and I can tell you what's going on with this stuff. And I did find yeah, the the, it, it, the right guy yeah. and the right brand here. Let me try to figure out what. They're... I
5: mean, my my friend. My friend is going to fly to Puerto Rico to meet the person who kind of started this. I said, wait a minute. I said, the post I looked at is nine years old, so it didn't just start. And I said, and then they're multi-level marketing this. I said, this isn't uh, something that's going to get you lasting results.
0: So, I mean, yeah, so this is. Total bullshit. And they call it homeopathic. So, uh, oh, now it's yes, natural that's and yeah, the right and, there. Yeah, let let us talk about how natural this is. Um, have you ever heard of ammonium bromatum? No. Me either. How about avena? Heard- how about avena sativa? No. No, me either. How about calceria carbonica? No. No, don't have any of that in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck us. That's what it looks like to me. Fucus uh, vasuccia. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard of that one either. Um, Graphites. Graphites. Really? That's a pencil. Uh, Yeah. Um, Gansha Amara. Have you heard of that? Got any of that in your kitchen? No. Uh, Lycopodium clavatum. No. I'm not done yet. Nux vom- vomica. My gracious. Sul- sulfuricum acidi- acidium. Thyroidium. No. <laughs> Cy- oh, my gracious. Yeah, that's what's in this stuff. It's bullshit. Our hunter-gatherers wow. never consumed this stuff, and this is, this, this is not going to help you lose weight. Oh my God! And, and you know what they oh, usually—oh, what they usually talk about it. If you listen somewhere, they'll probably say, along with diet and exercise.
5: Oh yeah. Oh, there's a there's a way you have to do this. Of course. There's a, uh, when you take the drops, you gotta do certain in the morning. Then you take the drops. Then you do something else.
0: So so let me yeah. also ask you this: you
5: you gotta uh, do y- that protocol.
0: Y- you've been listening to this show for a long time, right?
5: I, was, I I listened to the very first show you ever did on your own. Oh, well, thank you. The very first you. one. Thank you. I, I'm, the one who remembers, I'm the one who remembers the very first
0: That's right. That's right. To,
5: because he, he got up. He was upset with uh, AB,
0: ATBS about the oh, right. something. And, you're right. Uh, and, he, and he did a call drop. Yep, yeah, you're right. Um, in all these years, now, the health thing only goes back. We're coming up on 10 years now for the health thing. How many stories have you heard of uh, just yesterday? I said, Aaron and Austin stopped in. They built my hive for me. Uh, Aaron lost over a hundred pounds doing this and he looks fantastic. You know, I I see people who have lost a hundred pounds and they look like death warmed over and I can almost always tell they did it with, you know, some sort of weight loss surgery or they starved themselves and, and, and they just don't even look healthy. They don't look good. Um, but you look at Aaron, you would have never, ever known he was 100 pounds heavier. I mean, he looks completely healthy. Mm. You've heard these stories over and over and over. The only oh, thing yeah, we yeah. need to do to be a completely normal weight is just eat the right food. That's it. We don't eat need this right. stuff. Wow. Do, you, do you ever hear me talk about a supplement that we sell for weight loss? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hey,
5: hey, you know.
0: There are no supplements Kevin, that will help you lose weight.
5: I, I Listen. I don't know. I listened to something very interesting last night. Talking about that, uh, Ken Berry had this guy on his show that had uh, he had had uh, Crohn's and col- uh um, Yeah, not colostomy. but Anyway, colitis. he had the bag, right? Colitis, and 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 then they went over the the big Crohn's and colitis association that. I call it association, the big group right. that tells you what's really good for you. Right. And he looked it up. And most of them, the big donations are pharmaceuticals and food companies. Of course. Now, now but listen, this guy, uh, I mean, he had it bad. It was really bad. And, um, and anyway, but now he, and he went over. The show kind of gross. He went over this bag, right? And he said, let me tell you something. I, I see what my food does. He said, I've done by an experiment. When he started uh, going carnivore, you know, he came out of his depression and everything. Right. And he said, I watched his bag. I will eat meat sometime just to see what it would do. I would just big enough bite that I could swallow it and not chew it. No meat and eggs and those products have ever come through. No. Not digested. No. They're always digested. <laughs> and he said, these others aren't. And I go to my doctor, my doctor who did all this, and they will, they, it, it, a wall goes up. The, mention I, the moment I mention it, a wall
0: goes completely up. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. It, 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 you know, here's somebody with no medical training at all, just used a little bit of common sense and figured this out, and the doctor doesn't even want to talk about it.
5: Oh, exactly. He said, this is, he said, look, I'm reality. I live it every day. I have yeah. a bag. And yeah. He said, "And let me tell you what. Look at my health now, how I feel." He said, "My depression left in three weeks." Yep. You know, because I mean, I couldn't go nowhere. And and and, and it's amazing that people will just anyway. Well, look, you helped me on that because uh, they look, they bought the kit for me. They they <laughs> bought the kit for me, and and uh, offered it to me the other day. I said, "Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't. I ain't, I'm sorry, but I ain't. Take, I done not it." Well. Guess what? If you give it back, I don't want it. No, no offense, but I'm doing it the right way. And I said, uh, I'm happy. And so, uh, don't take my happiness away. Good. I'm going to do it the right way. Good. Anyway, well, I'll let you go. Appreciate the show. And, um, thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Massachusetts. Todd. Welcome.
12: Hey, hey Kevin. Long time. How's it going?
0: Good. What's on your mind today?
12: It's good. Well, um, I, I got two things. and uh, First, I just wanted to comment real quickly about um, ter- one portion of Terrence's call, uh, the teeth grinding. Um, I know a little bit about it, only just enough to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but they call it bruxism, and it's the temporal mandibular joint, otherwise known as the jaw, obviously. And um, that grinding is, is can be so bad that you can destroy your own teeth. And I think we all know from listening to you that you know, you don't want to mess around with your dental work or your teeth, and um, I totally suggest that he get a mouth guard to sleep with. Like you know why I, I don't recommend
0: it? Because
12: of the At, BPA, or the plastic.
0: No, no, it's not even that. Because that, you know, I, I could deal with that for a little bit. Here's why I don't. Uh, it's just my opinion. this just my opinion that we keep using crutches. And it just extends the problem. It allows us not to deal with the root cause because we get to to me, an appliance, a mouth guard would be like a drug that just covers up symptoms. And it
12: takes, you know, it sounds like you're walking around right now.
0: Yeah, I know. know. I I turned away from my laptop. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, it takes away that urgent need to fix the root cause. You know, it, this is a problem. It, yeah. And if I throw in a mouth guard, the problem goes away. But I haven't fixed the root cause. And now I don't have a whole lot of motivation yeah. to fix the root cause because I don't really have a problem anymore. Yeah, I, 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 about, I, I, I get it. And I understand that we don't want to do more damage. But I, I, I'm I, taking the approach of scorched earth. We're, we're either going to do the right stuff and we're going to be healthy or we're not. And I know maybe that's an extreme example, but it's kind of the way I would rather think. If I have a health problem, okay, I'm going to yeah. deal with the root cause. And yeah. it, and if I do something uh, yeah, but just, that covers up my symptom, it, it takes away the motivation to fix the root cause.
12: I, I understand and I, I agree probably more than nine times out of ten with you. But in this one case, if you wake up with a broken tooth or you've screwed up a crown or something, it's hell and it's... And it's a short-term fix. I think, like you said, a crutch. Anyway, I just—that's—that's that's how I feel about it. I get what you're saying, and the root cause. And, and I—I want to add to um, this particular subject that you know I've been I've been using a mouthguard probably more than ten years, right? And and I'm pretty sure I well got over it. You just—you just, you yeah. just kind of proved it. Ten years, right? Yeah, because as you know, as I know, you know, because I learned it from you. You know you can't just say wave a warrant and get rid of stress sometimes we can't even oh, identify it's, it it's
0: it's it's the it's the most difficult challenge i've faced so far still is i right. I, so, I have a protocol that really really works but hell i can't even stick to it for some reason
12: well i i i kevin i, I got kind of a magic solution here and i you know if, if you can remember back to my call i don't expect you to but um like I, So I started to say, and I'll get back to that call in a second, um, that I've been using it at least 10 years. And very recently, I can't be sh- sure, but I'm pretty sure, I'm not chewing on that thing in the night anymore. Oh, good. And I am sleeping 100% grounded.
2: Oh, interesting. I, I know it's
12: not a possibility for truck drivers, but, oh, it, well, it makes a uh, Hold on.
0: Let's be real, because we've solved a lot of problems before. There's no reason why a truck driver couldn't, most of the time, park near the edge of a lot somewhere and go out and drive a grounding stake in and run a wire into the cab. So I'm not going to say it can't be done. Certainly can. Might be a little inconvenient. Might not work every time. But if somebody wanted to make that change, there is a way.
12: And it's wildly worth it. I'm just a voice in the wilderness, I know. but No, you might be right. It's worth it, and I have. Um, uh, there's, there were 24. Now it seems to me, because I'm following this or digging, I should say. There's, I think the number exact number is 30 uh, peer-reviewed published studies, and and there's a couple I haven't gotten to them yet, but I am going through all of them, and um, that it, it is a big improver of your HRV. Oh, so you I grounded it. It's, um,
0: I I would believe that.
12: So yeah, it's something that. I I don't even wear my Apple Watch anymore. I'm I'm, in a, I'm going through a phase where I'm freaked out about EMFs and this stuff, especially after the yeah. AFib. But it'd be something great for you to test with your diesel watch. Yeah. Um. You know. So. Uh, yeah. I wanted to mention that, but I, I have a story about the my high blanket that I got from you some years ago. The sauna bl- bag or blanket. Yeah. And um. So this really comes under the rubric of detox. I'm, I'm curious about detoxing. So uh, I went through many months at a time where I wasn't using it. And now I'm, I'm using it regularly, which I would define by about once a week, sometimes twice a week. And I, I want to say that, um, you know, so here, here's the other part of the story is, uh, I, don't, I don't use soap anymore. I, I, I told you that on a Twitter space, but I, I don't use soap. And so I get out of the sauna bag one day, and I had just come across something about, well, if you detox and you sweat that much and the toxins are coming out, you better use soap to clean them off because there's a possibility to some degree those toxins could re- be reabsorbed. So I was, okay, I used some soap and I saw a rash on my shins, both shins. It looked just like a rash, a long, skinny rash about the length of my you know, shin. Okay. And um, I didn't itch, it didn't scratch, didn't burn, and it went away. And so I got out of the sauna bag the day before yesterday, and now my calves and part of my shins were lit up like I had been kneeling in poison oak and poison ivy. Okay. And so so I thought, what the hell? Is this part of the toxins coming out? And um, within about 15 minutes, it was 75% gone. Within an hour, it was pretty much completely gone. And I, I did shower, I did not use soap. And, you know, it went away on its own. So I guess my question is, what do you think about, is it toxins and why that location? And uh, I know Sally said one time that these oxalates like literally go with gravity and go to the lowest point in the body. I don't know. I just thought I'd throw it out there to you and see what you thought.
0: So I absolutely believe that it's toxins. It's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, that is one of our major detox pathways is to sweat. And that's the whole purpose behind the sauna blanket. It's to get us to sweat. And, and we sweat from deeper inside when we use infrared rather than just radiant heat. So we get a deeper detox. But yeah, if, if you were sweating clean sweat, it wouldn't irritate your skin. You're sweating out something that is irritating your skin. That sounds like a toxin to me. Uh, so absolutely, I think that's what's happening here.
12: Well, I think that's great, and I consider it pay dirt for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy about it and encouraged, and I'll be doing it probably twice a week, and we'll, we'll just see what happens because I, you know, notwithstanding all the the efforts I've made, and through you and Dr. Wolfson and my own personal reading and research, I, I haven't lost any weight, you know, and um, you've got so, but I,
0: something I, blocking weight loss, there's no doubt.
12: Yeah, and we want, so I'm, I'm hopeful that with this detox, because I know Dr. Wilson's office mentioned it to me, and so I'm, I'm a little bit like you in this point. Only.
0: Todd, did we lose you? See, the call's still there, but I'm not hearing anything. Uh, I'm going to put you back in the queue and see if we can save that call. So we're going to wrap this up for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow and Friday for uh, the normal show schedule.